0: Folks, you can support the hardest working sports talk show in South Florida through Cash App or Venmo. Just search Cash Big O Show. Support us through Cash App or Venmo. Cash Big O Show. We thank you for your incredible support. Hey, good morning, boys and girls. Hope you all are doing well and feeling good. I'm a feeling good on a Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a good day wherever you're at in the world. Thank you for downloading the show day, nights, overnights, weekends, holidays. However it is you support us, please hit the like button. Please subscribe whenever you're listening to the podcast at any time. Any of the interviews, rants, make sure you hit those likes, man. It is very, very important even when you're replaying and it's not just a live thing, but when you're hitting those uh, podcasts out there, in fact, what you should do is after the show, just go through any of the podcasts, start hitting likes just for the hell of it. Just go, go on a likes marathon. That's what you do. Thank you very much. If you do that, I appreciate you. But anyway, so Dan says like button has been smashed. I like it. There you go. There you go. Load it up, baby. Load it up. Jay Gelfin is in. He says, "Dream chat crew, fun heat game last night. Good to see Duncan get in a good run. And I hope you're feeling better, all right, Jay. I know you're going through the uh, double hernia, so I hope you're feeling better, my brother. So uh, make sure you uh, you get a give everybody give a get well to our guy Jay Gelfin because uh, he's uh, he's hurting. All right, he's probably still in a hospital bed right now, checking us out. Okay." See, Steve Chapman is in first and Jamie Zoria out in San Jose. Jamie Zoria and then John Padilla. You got, did, did you guys try that? Did, did you plan that? Zoria and Padilla? It's not bad. Gelfin, you screwed it up. Zoria, Padilla, and then Gelfin. That doesn't go anyway brian walters is in he is as loyal as it gets terry lynch to a time true fin fan always has it locked in he says we're alive and we get to live another day it's a good day hell yeah bro hell yeah the every day that the good lord allows me to open up my eyes i am i am blessed baby blessed Alexis is in, Knight is in, Lofi, Motivational Mike, Dan, Richard, Saylor, time for us to get that middle linebacker, that'll that'll happen, that'll happen, can't wait for free agency, I mean, it's just, now we're hearing stuff, Orlando Brown's not going to get tagged, and we're hearing, you know, about this guy's going to get tagged, that guy's not going to get tagged, uh, Jacobs, uh, the running back for the Raiders, is going to get tagged, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we're finding out. Remember, uh, that's what I told you. We we need to find out, finally, who's getting tagged, who's not, so we finally know who's available. And then we can have these conversations. You know what I'm saying? So that's the good thing, that we're right there. We're on the brink now. Everything's about to happen now. And, and, and now we'll have some talking points. You know what I mean? We don't have a lot of talking points. I got to tell you, preparing today for the show was freaking brutal, dude. There's not, like, really a ton to talk about, you know what I mean? And I don't make shit up. You know, I get it for the people that, you know, whatever, dislike Tua and or don't believe in Tua and they want to just make shit up and start talking about other quarterbacks or whatever. But I don't you know, you guys know I don't do that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm waiting for real tangible stuff to talk about, you know, out there. And there just isn't a lot right now, you know, at least for the Dolphins. There's some stuff. Around the league, there's some stuff going on. Joe Mixon being investigated, you know, for a shooting. That possibly a, 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 a child got injured. Who knows? We'll see what the hell happened. Nobody got arrested, apparently, when the cops came in. You know, stuff like that is happening around the league right now. The Aaron Rodgers mess. He's owed $60 million this season. So how much are the Packers paying? Are the Jets interested that kind of stuff the Raiders could be settling for Garoppolo right uh it looks like that's what could end up happening I mean all kinds of stuff so we shall uh we shall find out what is uh what is going on uh let's see what else do we have here Ray Sosa in uh yeah he'd actually scored over one I mean but they did play Atlanta let's again you know like ira yesterday well you know they beat atlanta atlanta ain't shit dude yeah you know, don't please don't talk up atlanta to me okay you know so the heat woke up last night they they hit threes finally they shot 55 percent last night it was like all right they're hitting threes finally yeah uh let's see uh Knight says number one in everything miami Number one big brain, number one in all of sports, the big O. Thank you, Knight. That's way too kind. Stetson, O. there you go. There we go. Now we're getting the get wells. There you go, Jay. There you go. That's it. That's it. Get get better, buddy. Uh, Timothy Eason is in. Jay Dow is in. Terry Lynch in. Razzle Dazzle Crypto. I like it. Uh, let's see what else Chaz enter either Bobby Wagner, Levanta, David, or Eric Kendrick. And I'm happy. Yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> uh, yet some will say the cap isn't real. Look at the chiefs. Now the cap is real, but it's like a credit card. You can keep putting it off. Right. But at one point or another, you will have to pay the, the, the Piper and you will have see like what the saints are doing you're, you're they still are not using the entire cap now because they're going to have dead money this year i don't know what it is 10 million 15 20 million but they'll have a certain amount of cap space that they won't be able to use for players the dolphins went through that in 2019 that they had a, a ton of space that was for dead money it wasn't for them so Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell has warned that the Fed is prepared to switch back to bigger interest rate rises. So half a point coming. So here we go. Markets to go down. (laughs) I'm the only guy that you see during the last 14, 15 months that everybody's like panicked about the dip. And I'm the guy that's like, keep it going, bro. That's all right. I'll just keep loading the slingshot more and more and more because eventually it's going to pop and it's going to explode. And the more I get to buy low, the more when it explodes, the more we get in profit. So to me, I don't worry about this kind of stuff. Like if Bitcoin wants to dip a little bit more or Ethereum or Avalanche or Cardano, I mean, Cardano's at a great, great buy right now, but uh, you know, Whatever gala wants to go down a little bit more, Decentraland wants to go. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I I listen, I'm the guy that told you guys I, I was wrong here in this little r- rise that we had here in January and February. I you know, March is normally a bad month for crypto, but I never expected even the rise that we had here. I told you guys over and over again that I expected by September is when I thought things would start to get better. Like the last quarter of the year was when I thought it would get better. I thought we would have a rough like eight, nine months still. And these first two months were something that I never expected. I was wrong. So if we're going to have rougher waters now, that's more like what I thought was going to happen because I didn't think we were out of the woods. I was just shocked at the explosion here at the beginning of the year. I mean, Bitcoin's up like 35 40% right now for the year you know it's ridiculous i didn't expect that i was hoping that i was going to buy them at, at a little lower number but that's all right that's all right when bitcoin's at 150,000 are you going to really really be worried if you bought it at 22 or 19,000 not really you know so it, it is uh, you know uh, what's it called? What else do we have? Uh, Al- Alexis says, why is that clown Eisen and reporting? Finn's talking. No, he didn't report that. Okay. Did you watch the segment? Did you watch the segment? I watched the segment. It's a segment that he, that they have there. I saw it on, on uh, YouTube. It's five rumors he heard in the combine. And he just says, these are just rumors that people are talking about. And one of the rumors, he says, it's not a report. He says one of the rumors is that Tom Brady's in Florida and that if something happens to Tua, that they can pick up the phone and call Tom Brady to come in and, and, and take over. That's what he was talking about. And he talked about four other, you know, crazy rumors too, uh, that he that he was hearing. And that, and he prefaced it by saying, these are just rumors, crazy rumors that I was hearing. People are talking about it. That Philip Rivers apparently contacted Miami and Indianapolis towards the end of the year about playing when they had their injuries. Apparently, Philip Rivers contacted the Dolphins and the Colts. That was another, you know, crazy rumor that he said he was hearing at the combine. So it was just like crazy rumors, not reports. You know, some of you out there, you have to listen and pay attention to what people are actually talking about. So that way, you don't lose the context. And the problem is, in this world, is we play the telephone game, and then you don't hear it right, or you don't pay attention, and half-ass, and then you go tell somebody, hey, Eisen's reporting Tom Brady of the Dolphins. No, he's not. He's just saying he heard some wacky-ass rumors, and these are some of the rumors that he heard. That's it nothing more nothing less don't go crazy don't run with it okay yuri Cristofante. uh let's see oh i don't want lamar please stay with two uh nobody's getting lamar dude that's uh just that's ridiculous stuff so uh giovanni says hey uh oh so tired of brady just go away and tired of media outlets talking Dolphins QBs. I know, but that's it's the offseason. They got nothing else to talk. What did I just tell you now? See, I'm not a bullshitter, bro. I just call it like I freaking see it. What did I start by telling, bro, preparing for the show today was tough. There isn't a lot to talk about because I'm not going to make shit up. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not I'm not the guy that's going to come on here and say, well, you know, Aaron Rodgers is still out there. And I got to tell you something. I'm thinking about this. You know, why even move on with Tua? Come on, let's make a move right now for Aaron Rodgers so I can just create like FUD talk for, you know, for 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 the next half hour. And just piss the Dolphin Nation off and make them think and make them question themselves. And I could do that. I mean, there's that's not difficult to just spew out something and, and create a, a, a hairy scenario and then make you guys, some of you guys freak out. Like the guy that just sent me the text. Oh, I'm tired of hearing about Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson's not coming here. It's not, nobody is interested in Lamar Jackson here. I'm talking about in the, in the building over there, they have no intentions, no conversations, no, nothing. But yet you have other people talking why because there's nothing else to talk about so let me make shit up i'm not doing that dude not doing that so i'm going to stay in reality of what's actually going on plus i know what i reported a while back before everybody in this business so and when it comes to the dolphins i'm I'm a hell of a lot more right than most. So I'm not worried about any of this stuff, but I'm not here to make shit up, dude. I'm just not gonna do that. Just so I can create talk, oh, hey, and let me come up with some fake trade. I'm hearing that this fake trade is available. You know, you're whatever, any of these people that are out there creating fake trades and they have zero connections with the team. They have no insight whatsoever. That's the best part about it. These are people that make shit up and then you guys fall for it. But I'm just not doing that, man. I'm just not doing that. No, no. We'll we'll talk about the stuff that's actual reality. And that's it. That's what we'll do. Billy Shaw is in. Yeah, racist Duncan Robinson from the dead. Lisa Rose is in. Adam says Atlanta shot the hell out of the ball last night. He finally woke up in the second half. Yeah, they man, they hit the threes finally. Andrew Moore smashing that like button. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you. Big time. Rivers also contacted the 49ers. Yeah, right. I think he also said that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy shit. Um, right. Dolphins 49ers. It wasn't Dol- was Dolphins Colts. Whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Rich is a good. Rich Eisen is a good dude. I'm with you, Raging. He was not reporting. He was saying himself, "Hey, these are these crazy rumors that I was hearing," and he gave gave us five of them. That's it. I I saw it yesterday. Timothy Eason. Nobody wants Lamar. We'll get oh whatever. NorCal people nowadays are too lazy to play the telephone game. They play the text game and read what they want. Yeah, that's amen to that, NorCal. Amen, brother. Uh, let's see, do, 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 uh, fake trades are the worst. When I see a story, here's the trade idea. X, Y, Z, adios. Yeah. 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 I'm with you there. King short is in. Yeah. Gino Smith, 52 million first, uh, season top heavy 26 million next two. uh, good for him, man. I'm just, I'm happy for Gino, man. I'm happy for Gino, you know? Uh, it's he's worked so hard. And I what I'm really hoping for Gino, here's what I'm hoping for Gino Smith. Right. He's a local guy. And I got to and, and I'll be brutally honest, straight out of West Virginia. I thought he was a product of the system. I didn't really think he was, you know, anything special. And uh, and so far, he didn't turn into anything special. But this year, he really ha- he really you know, found his way, and it reminds me a lot of Rich Gannon, that he bounced around for several years in several teams and finally found his way. Now, here's the question. Is he Derek Anderson or is he Rich Gannon? That's the question now, and that's what I'm hoping for Geno Smith, that he's Rich Gannon, who then, you know, went to the Raiders, Those of you that aren't old enough, you may not know. But Rich Gannon bounced around the league for, I don't know, I want to say maybe seven, eight, nine years. Kansas City, Minnesota, all that. And then went to the Raiders and found the right system and the right coach and made himself an MVP and made himself a really good quarterback for the next several years. Derek Anderson, for those of you that are not old enough or didn't experience it, Derek Anderson came out of nowhere for the Cleveland Browns one year and had a terrific season, and the Browns gave him a brand-new contract. And unfortunately, Derek could not ever live up to that contract and never match the season he had for the Browns. So he was a one-year wonder, and I'm hoping – because Geno's a good dude, he's been through hell and back. He, I hope he found his, you know, his his spot in the world, and the place where he belongs. And hopefully, he follows up this past season with another good season, and he doesn't necessarily revert back to being the Geno Smith that we've watched for many, many years now. Because what's the saying I have on this show that I've been saying for? Nearly 20 years, I've been saying it, probably. Any pro can have what? A good day, a good week, a good month, a good year. Any pro. The real pros, the good ones, they come back the following year and do it over again. That's when you know you're for real. Because any pro can get hot and... The scenario's perfect. You're in a groove. Mentally you're you're you know, you're you're just just there in sync and you have a great day. Just like you go to the you go to the you go uh golf and you're not a very good golfer, but that day you had it going on and you had a couple birdies and you shot better than you normally shot and you're feeling really good because it just now, for the next couple of outings, you go back to being who you were. You know, you go play pickup basketball with your boys, and on this day, you're hitting shots left and right. You're hot as hell, right? Following weeks, you go back to being the regular player that you are. You know what I'm saying? We've all done it at all levels. I don't care what it is. I remember the first time I went water skiing. Funny story. Or maybe not. Um, so you know, my I I was bugging my dad, right? Because he was uh he's a big water skier and I was young. So I go to him, hey man, come on, man, I want to water ski. And he goes, Well, it's not, it's not easy. All right, so make sure you do this, this and this, this and this. So I'm in the water. He takes off, brother. I get up on the first shot and I'm traveling for a couple miles. OK, <laughs> and, and he's freaking out because I got up and I am. This is the first time I had ever done water skiing. First time. Get up. Boom. I had a hell of a run. I finally fall. Boom, whatever. And uh, and he goes, all right, you want to do it again? I go, yeah, man, let's go. Because, of course, my cocky self, this is easy. Didn't get up for the rest of the day. 10 more, 12 more times after that, could not get up. My dad gave up, goes, no, that's it. You, you had your moment. We'll come back next week and you'll you'll try again. And I was fine the week after and I, and I got it going. But it shows you, right, that I was in a groove that first time. And I'm there and I'm Mr. Cocky. And I'm like, yeah, baby. See, my old man don't know shit. This is easy. And I never got back up again. that day at least oh man a couple years later i'm skiing in in uh in in biscayne bay and uh close around around star island in that area because that's where we used to ski in that area star island hibiscus all throughout there and, uh, and there's an island that's there that people park. It has that monument. For those of you that know, I don't know. If you're out of town, you won't know what the hell I'm talking about. And I, I remember once that I'm skiing, and I swear to you, I saw a shark. <laughs> it's like, I see the fin come out of the water, and I just cruise by. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude. I better not fall now. <laughs> it's It's one of those moments that you're like, All right, let me hang on. You know, and by the time I fell, I was like far away, and I was like, okay, well, you know, my dad will roll around before anything. I don't think the shark is chasing me. This isn't Jaws or whatever. I was already so far away; it didn't matter. But I, I remember once seeing a shark skiing, and I was like, whoa! (laughs) Luckily, I didn't fall at that moment. But you know, going back to Geno Smith. He has fought for so long that I hope he's able to enjoy, you know, uh, the fruits of his labor uh, here. And I hope that he really found his way in Seattle and has, you know, a, a, a great finish to to his career. You know, I hope it's not a one year wonder because that'll be the sad part. I know people say, well, he got his money and all that. And that's fine. But I, I, I think Gino in a perfect world wants the accolades, wants to be respected as a player at this level. Because obviously you have to respect what he accomplished at college and, and in high school, right? But on the NFL side, it hasn't been something that you, you could admire. But last year, my God, how do you not admire what he did last year? You know what I mean? Comeback player of the year and knowing his career and all of that. It's such a great story that I I hope for Gino's sake, because he's a good dude, that what he did this year was not an aberration. And and it's a sign of things to come. Wish him the best, man. It's pretty cool. Ah. I tried once to water ski. Could not get up once all day. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. The key is really not pulling. The key is really, you know, leaning back and allowing the boat to pull you and, and lift you up. It's not really a matter of tugging on. Let it guide you up, and then you know, you'll know you be fine. It's just one of those things. But, yeah, it's fun, man. It's a lot of fun water skiing. Uh, I enjoy it. I haven't done it in a while. Uh, Packers gave Aaron Rodgers permission to speak with the Jets. I hope that trade does not I, – I disagree with you. I hope it happens. I, I'm, I really don't fear Aaron Rodgers anymore. And plus, I think I, I, I want to see him with the New York media. <laughs> I want to see it. I just think it's going to be a disaster. I really do. I don't think it's going to be as good as people think. So, you know. We'll see. Uh, I, I kind of hope because they're going to give up picks. They're going to give up a bunch of cap space. It's going to limit them, all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm sure that the Packers are going to have to pay a portion of the salary, but I think it all depends on the compensation that they're receiving from the Jets that will determine how much they pay of that salary. So uh, I've been boating since I was my mother's belly. Can't lie. Uh, s- can't lie CR without boating. Okay. Gino's career got started with the Jets. That's really bad luck. Yeah, but I mean, he's never been able to make it wherever he's been at. You know? Uh, Big O, what's your take on what Rich was saying? Are you talking about Rich Eisen? You may want to rewind, bro. I just talked about it. Uh, jets would have a one-year window before they get into cap issues. Uh, I, I I just think they're going to get into issues right away. That's all. So, uh, NorCal, don't be scared of the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers. I would not be worried whatsoever about that. Okay, not anything at all. Would not be worried. I'm telling you. Uh, by the way, uh, Welton Rayom is a proud sponsor of our program. We love talking about Welton Rayom. uh, The lawyers that just, they know how to get it done. And if you're in South Florida or even in the Keys, by the way, because they have an office in Hollywood that services Dade Broward and Palm Beach counties and it also in, uh, in, in the Keys. Hell, you know, you don't even have to go in to the office most of the time, so I don't know if you're in Martin County, they probably can take care of you. You know what I mean? Maybe the only time you might have to drive down to Hollywood is to pick up a check or something. Uh, but really, seriously, call them 954-966-4646. You get into a car accident, you need to call Welton Rayom right away. They have their own adjusters. Uh, they will take care of you. They will give you the guidance that you need. Insurance companies are just going to take advantage of you. Adjusters work for the insurance companies. They don't work for you, okay? They work for the insurance companies, no matter what any adjuster may tell you, all right? They want the business from that insurance company. So make sure you call Welton Rayom because they have their own adjusters. You know, when, when you see... What progressive did to us or tried with their bullshit adjuster? And then our adjuster from Welton Rayom came in and freaking crushed it. And we got five times what progressive was offering. Five times. Okay. They crushed progressive. They crushed these big insurance companies all the time. Uh, just a couple months back, they closed a deal against an insurance company where they had like 186 plaintiffs. Right, right. We're talking about two guys that have been doing this for well over 20 years, have got incredible experience. And I don't care if it's bankruptcy that you're dealing with and the government's not going to be fair with you. Homeowner property damage like what we had, condo damage, some kind of storm, water pipe breaks, maybe your neighbor's water pipe breaks and it does damage to you. Before you call the insurance company, you call Welt and Realm. They will take care of it. They will take over. So you don't have to deal with the insurance company and you only get you you only pay them if you get paid. Okay, you don't pay them. All right. If you're not getting paid. So they're going to make sure that you're going to get paid. Business owner claims, criminal defense, commercial litigation, personal injury. Please call Dan and Jeff. They know what they're doing. They're phenomenal. 954-966-4646. Anywhere in South Florida or even down in the Keys. Call Welton Realm, 954-966-4646. Don't allow the insurance companies to take advantage of you. Allow Welton Realm to take advantage of the insurance companies. All right? Do that. Uh, Big O, I was wondering if maybe you had any extra information on Quinton Dom- Domney uh, giving plays to opposing teams. I know it's XFL, but it seems an accusation. I have no idea what you're talking about, bro. You know, it's the XFL. I'm not really where I haven't watched a minute of the XFL, bro. I just haven't. I haven't had any time to watch the XFL. And I'm normally a guy that watches uh, these leagues, and I have not watched one minute of XFL action. So I have no idea what you're talking about, bro. Um... Let's see. Lamar can go to New England and Rodgers can go to the Jets and we can still win the division. That's called being a winner. I don't want to win because the rest of the division sucks like Buffalo. Right. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I have no, I'm not worried about it, man. Uh, Let's see. John says, I'm honestly feeling with a few good free agent signings. Dolphins will have the best roster in the East passing the bills. I think they got a shot this year to do that. Uh, Vic will attract some good defensive vets. Jobless Boyer, we would have to overpay to get anyone to uh, play for us. I doubt that. I I doubt that that would be the issue at all. If you would have if you needed players, you can go and get players. That's. I don't think that has anything to do with it whatsoever. All right, let's uh let's get to uh, talk a little Miami Hurricanes football. Manny Navarro. And our Canesware, by the way, we're going to be Friday at Canesware at 2511 South University Drive-In Davie. We're going to be live there at 10 a.m. on Friday. And I asked uh, Brett for a request. And wait till you see what I'm going to show you on Friday. Okay? I'm going to give you on Friday an idea, a killer idea. That a lot of you should follow. It's going to be really cool. Wait till Friday, Friday. I got I got a surprise for you all out there. All right, let's do it. Let's get to Manny and our Canes where Miami Hurricanes report.
1: If you're a Miami sports fan, then there's only one store to go to. And that's Caneswear at Miami Fanwear in Davie. They're your one-stop shop for all your Inner miami CF, Canes, Dolphins, Panthers, and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t-shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. And open 24-7 online at caneswear.com or InnerMiamiwear.com. Call them at 954-835-5597. Caneswear, the spot where Inner miami and all Miami sports
2: fans shop. The viewpoint statements or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host guests or callers are not necessarily the opinions of fantasyxs.com media grouping, ownership, management, sponsors, or website. Time for Canes fans to get what they want. Information, insight, and perspective. It's the where Miami Hurricanes Report with Manny Navarro. Exclusively on a Big O radio show. Here's Big O and insider Manny Navarro
0: all uh, right there he is the man the myth the legend let me put on my headsets to make sure i hear him how you feeling my man you feeling good
3: oh. can you hear me now can you hear me now now
0: okay. now i got you now i got you there go you ahead you? okay
3: <laughs> yeah i'm doing great man uh down here in coral gables for uh practice number two uh was in orlando over the weekend for the under armor uh combine where they had a bunch of the 2024 kids from all over the state and uh just been busy man turning out a lot of uh content
0: no I know and uh, I've read uh obviously some of that content at the athletic which you all should subscribe to uh support Manny and keep up with what's going on with uh with the canes uh overall uh Manny uh when we uh when we when we see the headline that says beefy lineman
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly a different, different look for a lot of the offensive and defensive linemen out here. Uh, you can see where Mario's gone out and, uh, you know, it's kind of like the Bill Parcells thing, right, with the Dolphins when he went out there and all of a sudden started getting, getting, you know, measure, measurements played a big role in who he recruited. I think it's the same thing going on here. You know, you have the two uh, five-star offensive tackles from the last recruiting class, Samson Okunlola, Francis Mangoa. Uh, they're, they're with the second team right now, but you watch those guys. They're both six They're both well over 300 pounds, and they look like monsters. You add in a, a Javian Cohen, who's another huge offensive lineman from Alabama. You get the Matt Lee kid, who's a six four, two 295-pound center from UCF. And all of a sudden, you look like you uh, belong in college football up front. No, I know. And
0: that's, to me, that, that also, I, I would imagine here's where we're going to start seeing some progress and you know the battle for all these positions uh how much of a chance do these young guys have a chance to you know crack the lineup
3: yeah I mean, i i would say they have a great chance you know zion nelson is out this spring there's a lot of guys out this spring that are that are still recovering from surgery or uh procedures that were done during the season and so the, you know mario's allowing a lot of these young guys to come in and and get a lot of reps uh both on the offensive and defensive line so Uh, You know, I I think I think there's a very good chance that come this fall, they'll be right there with some of the older players to win jobs.
0: I got to tell you something. I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but um, it seems to me like, you know, Mario, he's a smart dude, uh, but he is kind of stubborn in his ways. But the way he was talking now, you got to show it to me and I got to believe it. Right. Yeah. Mario's been kind of conservative in the way he coaches even offensively in football, but the way he was describing his offensive coordinator the other day and kind of talking about how uh, it's going to be, you know, a, a mix of, of an aggressive defense and things that you have to, he was kind of, again, I'm paraphrasing, but he was kind of saying things that you have to do in today's football where you have to have explosiveness but at the same time you know he he also said hey we're we're going to be able to be balanced and and run the ball but if we have to you know again paraphrasing if we have to go 70 30 passing then we'll do what we have to do in order to do that and and on the moments that we can be balanced we're going to be balanced and so I don't know if it's a change of philosophy I don't know I don't even know if that's fair to call that you know maybe he'd take that as an insult but it, it was almost like he was addressing that that conservative nature and saying yeah we're we're going to be a little different and we're going to be a little bit more aggressive than what you think i don't know you you tell me you're around it more
3: yeah i mean I, I think without question i think you know when he came in here year one he went out and he hired the guys i think that would run the kind of system when he's got all of his players here right like that's the kind of style when he's got the six 330 pound offensive lineman across the board and the all-American defensive tackles and the all-American defensive ends, that Alabama, you know, power running game, Oregon running game type offense. Um, I think in a perfect world, that's who Mario is at his heart, right? That's who he is as a lineman. But I I, I use the word acquiesce. I think he came in here, he had a vision for what he wanted, and then he realized I don't have the personnel, I don't have the players, I can't just force uh, you know, uh, something uh, uh, upon this group of players that they can't give me so there's an adjustment and you know right now the strength of his team really is his quarterback it's tyler van dyke it's the offensive line uh it's it's a, a couple of those big receivers colby young um you know some of the guys that the young guys that they've recently added to this roster so you got to run the kind of system that is going to win you ball games and i think last year he came in here Saying no, we're gonna run the football. It's just gonna be a mindset. And then he realized, man, I don't I don't know, I don't only not have the offensive lineman, I don't even have the backs that I need to play this kind of style. And it was sort of a tough learning lesson in year one for him.
0: Well, I, I at least to me it sounded like he, you know, and and I think it's really important. You know, it's it's like I'm watching the heater. I know last night they finally started hitting threes, but it's like, dude, you guys built a team that was that's completely out of date. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on in the NBA nowadays? And and and, and how do you expect to win that you're a two point team in a three point world? And and to me today in college football, uh, what I saw from them a couple of years ago, that's more like what you need. What I saw last year, brother, that that's not going to get you anywhere. You can't score, and 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 it, it just sounded to me like a guy that realized. I, I've got to be a little bit more, you know, aggressive in my in my nature on offense. And and by the way, I think it's also going to help you lure more high level talent because receivers aren't going to want to come to an offense that's just running the ball and not throwing, you know, nearly a
3: lot. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately what he's saying is we're going to do whatever it takes to win. Right. And if and if throwing the football is the best way to do it uh, that's what he's going to do. And, and, you know, I think at his heart, he's going to want to run the football and be more balanced, but, uh, game to game to game, you know, they're going to have to make adjustments based on what they're facing and what they're doing. And, uh, you know, look, (laughs) it is what it is. You know, this, this place used to be great and it's not great anymore. It's far from it. And there's a lot of work to be done to get there. And I, I just think, you know, instead of being maybe rigid in his ways, like he was in year one, He's willing to adopt in year two and make the necessary changes, which is a welcome sight. We've had a lot of Miami coaches that don't do that. They've come in here and they're, uh, they stick with the same defensive coordinator for five years, or they stick with the same, same uh, mindset. And uh, you you can't, you can't do that here. You got to adjust uh, when, when you're a mediocre football program.
0: Yeah, no. And that's exactly what they've been uh, an incredibly mediocre and embarrassing football program. Hopefully they, I, I think, I think, crystal ball will figure it out i I really do i i think he's he's just got to learn and uh and get everything uh you know in place and hopefully we'll see them take some steps forward uh this year Uh, one of your articles in the athletic you talked about international players yeah and and you know this year the miami dolphins had a young man from i i co who is i think from um somewhere in africa i want to say nigeria maybe or I forgot exactly which is the country he's from, um, and so Cater, you know, we're we're watching, you know, international players make the transition. One of the things I've talked about with the NFL that I think their next, you know, frontier, I've said is you got to put a European division, not an expansion of one or two teams. You got to put four teams out there, one in London one in Paris, one in Berlin, one in Barcelona, and then have like an international uh, facility where the visiting teams from America can go there and a visiting facility and hotel, and they can stay there for a couple of weeks and play a couple of teams. And the same thing here, build an international facility here. So when the international teams come here, they stay for a couple of weeks in a centralized place that they can fly to, you know, different locations and play a couple of games and then, you know, fly back. And why do I say that? Because the next frontier is what basketball and soccer have done. Soccer has been, you know, pulling from the world talent for, for a hundred years. Basketball now, obviously the last 30, 40 years we're watching the international talent crossover and international leagues grow and all that kind of stuff. And so now the NBA has an international, you know, system. And so does baseball from the Caribbean and, and and uh, you know, South America, Central America, where they have, you know, a couple of uh, countries that play baseball and they're feeding, you know. So for me, that's the next frontier that the rest of the world picks up American football and it starts to go to the next level. How much do you see that growing right now at, at the college level?
3: I think 100%. You know, I mean, uh, it, it's it's definitely growing. I mean, especially, I mean, you you you've had the Australian punter thing for a while now. Right. Have uh, really fed into the NFL and the college systems. I mean, it it feels like every major Power Five team has an Australian punter these days. The way that's worked out, and obviously Miami had Lou Headley. Now they've got Dylan Joyce. So it's kind of like a, it's it's continuing now in the state uh, into phase two here in 2023. But you know when I when I was in Orlando for this. By winter, the I- way,
0: just to, just to add a, a little a little historical uh, historical nugget, I think mm-hmm. I think his name was like Gobel or something like that, the Giants kicker. Yeah. Back in the '60s. Yeah. Right. They they went to a soccer player because all the kickers were kicking straight. Oh yeah. And they went and found the soccer player that started doing it from the side. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, he's the guy that started all of that. A soccer player is the one that changed the way American kickers approached the field goal. You know what I mean? So it shows you that that, you know, that that influence can help you out in so many different ways. But go ahead.
3: No, what I I was going to say now is it's sort of expanding even more into rugby uh, in the rugby players. You know, Francis Maui Go, I was just listening to an interview I did with him back in December um, and, you know, he talked about playing rugby over in American Samoa. That's what he that's what he grew up playing up until about he was 12 years old when he made the switch to football. Um, you know, the, the uh, MVP of this Orlando All-American combine that, that got an invite to play in the game. He's from Mozambique. Uh, he's a he's a 6'4", 280 pound center uh, who has tremendous feet because he grew up playing rugby. He just started playing football at age 14. And uh, he's from Mozambique. Uh, I mean, I, I there were kids there from Germany. There's another offensive lineman from Germany who's been here for two years. He's living in Georgia. One of the top defensive linemen one of the kids that, that won MVPs, French-Canadian kid out of Montreal. So, uh, you know, it, it's definitely diversifying. And I think, uh, you know, you, you have to sort of it, – it's a global game now for football. It's really turning into that. And I think in the next five to ten years, you're going to see it expand even more because – these places are getting better at what they do in terms of development.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I, and I think that that is going to open it up now for football. You know, there's 10, 20 years down the line. Right, uh, It's going to take a while for, for this to happen because obviously it takes a while for young people to start to really appreciate the game. And I think the more American football is played overseas,
3: mm-hmm. you know, the
0: NFL games, I think the more we do that, obviously that will that will continue to influence and, 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 and help the game grow, you know, overseas. And then that will allow colleges and the NFL to have a bigger pool of talent to, to actually go and get, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that's, yep. that's, you know, but that's, again, it's down the line, but that's where their next revenue stream is really going to come from, at least on the pro side uh is is uh going overseas uh just out of curiosity bro uh your your thoughts on jim laranaga because uh that man is just absolutely amazing Uh,
3: amazing job by really him and i think his uh you know he he had a lot of coaching turnover people forget in the last couple years he's had assistant coaches leave him and i think the real uh way that you judge how great a head coach is is how many of his guys go on to other places and do great things and then how quickly can he replace them and keep winning? And I think this is proof in the pudding that you have the right head coach. Doesn't matter who his assistants are, he can rotate those guys in and out and keep winning. And it's really, it's really more of a testament to him. Uh, and I think the job that they've done in the transfer portal, you know, I think back to when I first started covering Miami basketball uh 15, 20 years ago, uh with, with Jack McClinton. He was sort of the first big-time transfer. I think in the modern era, when you started having kids do that regularly in basketball, before it became a big deal in football, um, and ever since then, they've they've done a great job just picking off kids from other teams, um, bringing them in here. But uh, you know, testament also to to Larenaga's recruiting, getting a guy like Isaiah Wong, and turning him into the ACC Player of the Year. Uh, so it's a, it's a mix of it. Uh, but look, after their Elite Eight run, I think a lot of people were like, hmm. They lost some guys and see see if they can make it back there. And uh, th- they have a great team. I mean, they they won, uh, what, 24, 25 games. They're going into the ACC tournament as the number one seed. Uh, testament to the job Laranega's done in his time here.
0: I think what what's happened is that college basketball has come back to Jim Laranega's world. Because Jim Laranega's is Player world,
3: development, right.
0: Right, right. He's never been the McDonald's All-American guy all the way back to George Mason. Right, So he always had to have guys who were pretty good, but not NBA, but good at the college level, but with a lot of experience, three, four years, like the Shane Larkin teams where Larkin was the only young guy that actually had NBA skills. And the other guys were just older veterans that at best, they were probably going to play overseas or something like that. But they were really good college players because they were in the, you know, their bodies had developed, their minds have developed. They've been in the, you know, three, four years. And then here we got again. Now, here's basketball where McDonald's All-Americans are gone. Very few of them are left now. Most of them go to a G League or overseas because they go get the money right away. Right. And so now you've got less stars in the league. So now this is why the North Carolinas and the Dukes and the Kentuckys they're not the powerhouses that they were before because they're not right. loading up on McDonald's All-Americans. Now you've got to play the game that Jim Larinaga has been playing for forty years. Right. So to me, that's kind of what's happened now. Everybody's at Jim Larinaga's level, and Jim already was competing with everybody at elite levels while he was here at this level. Now you're at his level. Oh, dude, he's eating your lunch.
3: Yeah, great, <laughs> great, great point though. So it really is, and uh, you know I. I, I just think NIL is really when you when you think about the impact for college basketball and saving maybe the sport, you know, a lot of these guys, like you said, they'll take the money overseas, they'll they'll leave early because they think that's the right decision. Hopefully more and more of these guys decide to come back to school and finish their college careers and realize, hey, look, it's probably a long shot I'm gonna make it in the NBA, right? Like this is this is probably my time to shine and enjoy, you know, my career at, at a high point. You know, uh, and and I think more guys hopefully make those decisions instead of rushing to go pro a- and NIL helps in that. It helps keep some of these guys around and gives them a little bit of money in their pocket uh, and lets them sort of uh, fully develop instead of rushing to what to uh, to the way they used to be. Where so many guys I mean, think about it, how many how many guys came in, played one year of college ball and we never heard from them again? Yeah, you know. I mean there's so many guys and, and, and you oh look he's in Spain. Oh look he's in France or but you, you never hear of the guy again. I think I think you know what what Miami's done this year is sort of a good example and Isaiah Wong, you know, where where is he gonna be in two or three years? Is he really gonna be in the NBA? Uh this is his time to shine. being the ACC player of the year, that's something they'll never take from you, you know, this experience. And and I think I think sometimes kids have to value that a little bit more than the quick money. And and hopefully NIO helps balance that again
0: any uh recruiting news on the on the football side
3: you know no no commitments yet uh, a lot of visitors i think really you know the kids that they really want i know the junior day was this past weekend and and i talked to a bunch of them while i was here uh especially some west coast kids um it, it's really about the one on one time that you get so junior day was hundreds of kids that were here i think it's more when 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 the kids come in and they get their private tour we might see some of these commitments happening after that but I'm more of a expected in April, May, June kind of guy when, when kids are done taking off, you know, all of their unofficial visits and they start locking in official visits. I think that's when we'll we'll see uh, we'll see some of this stuff progress.
0: All right. Good stuff. Follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro. Make sure you subscribe to the Athletics so you can get a lot of great insight, all kinds of great stories. He's traveling around the country, keeping up with a lot of this recruiting stuff nationally. So get on there and subscribe at The Athletic and follow Manny. Manny, as always, thank you, my brother. We'll catch up later in the week, my friend.
3: All right, oh, Good talking to you, brother. Take care.
0: You got it. We'll be at Canesware on Friday at 10 a.m. Sean and myself will be out there, 2511 South University Drive in Davie. And wait till you see what a surprise I have on Friday over there. But anyway, um... Make sure you uh, get out there and they got anything and everything with the Canes logo on it. If you can't go to Davy, maybe you live out of town, maybe you live in Hope Sound or in the Keys, you can go online at caneswear.com. They got anything and everything practically with a Canes logo on it. They've got Heat, Marlins, Panthers, Inter-Miami, uh, what else? Uh, Marlins gear, all kinds of stuff. And guess what? You can order it. And if you order over $99, which will be really easy because you're going to want to buy this and that and this and that and that before you know it, you're going to have like 25 items. uh, You'll get free shipping over $99. So check it out at caneswear.com. All right. Good stuff as always.
1: If you're a Miami sports fan, then there's only one store to go to. And that's Caneswear at Miami Fanware and Davey. They're your one-stop shop for all your inner Miami CF canes, dolphins, Panthers and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie and open 24 7 online at caneswear.com or innermiammywear.com. Call them at 954 835 5597. Caneswear, the spot where Inner Miami and all Miami sports fans shop.
0: All right, we are back. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was just looking at the uh, at the market right now, see what the hell is going on. But Immutable X has been so strong, so strong throughout all this fud and everything. You know, when I was telling you about Immutable X, it was all the way down to 44 cents. It is held strong right around a dollar. It's at a dollar eight now. I mean, remember I told you when it was at 44 cents. So, just saying like more than double and 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 we, we haven't even started the bull run yet. okay, think about that. We got it at 44 cents and it's way more than double <laughs> and we haven't even started the bull run yet. It's like been like they we've just tickled the bull run uh by the way, if you missed uh, our interview with Keith Sims yesterday, uh, it is already posted, video, audio clips there. So if you want to get her it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean, whatever it is you use as you know your audio source for podcasts, you can uh, subscribe. Please subscribe wherever you're at. Subscribe on Spotify, on Stitcher, wherever, and then like it and all that good stuff. Like as many of them. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? Just go on iHeart and hit our podcast and start liking. Go on iTunes, on a Spotify, Podbean. Start liking. Follow us on Sound on SoundCloud and Podbean and iTunes and Spotify and all. Be a subscriber on all of them. Go crazy. As Prince would say, follow, subscribe, like, all of that, man. It's very, very important. That helps the algorithms of everything, man. So, hit it, baby, hit it. That's what it's all about. All right. So last night, um, well, you know what? I'll, I'll get into that at the top of the hour because we're already at 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 fifty six, and we'll we'll get to it at the top of the hour. By the way, Nature B. You know, it's for me. I've been taking it for over 20 years. And, and listen, you want to highlight in that libido? How about a little allergy relief? That happens too. Less stress, fuller hair, stronger nails, boost that immune system, give you energy. You don't have that two, three, four o'clock. Oh, I'm, I'm out of gas. No, man. Nature B is going to power you through, man. And in this virus-filled world, oh, you want to boost that immune system. Plus, we're going to give you a free, hun- free Manuka honey lip balm, and it is awesome. The best lip balm out there. For 85 cents a day, you can get covered. A hundred days, that's 200 capsules. So for over three months of coverage, all right, it's only $85. That's a joke, folks. Go to naturebcom O. That's naturebcom O. If you're constantly dealing with colds and you're wondering, man, what the hell am I going to do? Take two two capsules of Nature B every day. Boost that immune system, man. I'm telling you. And hair will be fuller. Nails, ladies, will grow a lot faster and stronger. It's the benefits are absolutely amazing. So go to naturebee.com slash big O and check it out. 85 cents a day. There's a reason why I've been taking it for over 20 years. So a reason why they've been supporting us for over 20 years because they know, they know it works. I know it works. So go to naturebee.com slash big O and take advantage. And kids can take it. Adults can take it. It comes from clean, green New Zealand. You can't OD on it, okay? You can take 15, 20 of them. You're just going to have some super... Uh, boosting is what's, what's going to end up happening. Go to slash big O and get it, baby. All right. TMZ Sports talking about the shooting, cops entering Joe Mixon's home. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I saw it. I mean, it, it's, it's nothing new that, um, you know, that what's it called? It's, it's, um, nothing new that, uh, Joe Mixon's an idiot. We've known that since his college days when he was beating women. So, you know, (laughs) that's why Cincinnati takes him. You know, (laughs) what can I tell you? Oh man. Anyway, uh, let's see. All right, what else do we have uh, going on? Uh, let's see, Big O, I know you don't do fake trades, but what do you think about targeting Bradbury as a Byron replacement, not a super expensive, and he's likely gonna be a cap casualty in, in Philly. Um, I have no problem, Bradbury's a a good player. I like Bradbury since the day I saw him in, uh, in the Senior Bowl. So yeah big I believe that Jan Stenerud Chiefs was the one of the great sidewinder soccer player field goal kicker was it Sten- no I don't think it was Stenerud goal or something um um I'll tell you now Oh man, let me see. Where's it at? Oh, uh, I know. He played for the the Giants. Ended up, they had him, and then somebody wanted to sign him from the AFL, and and um, and, and then uh, he was um, he was kind of part of the whole thing. This is kind of what ended up forcing the AFL and the NFL to merge so they wouldn't stop attacking and, and taking their players away because the NFL knew that they were in a in big trouble uh, back then. And I'm trying to remember, it's Pete Gogol. It is Pete Gogol, that's it. That's it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's something like that. Yeah, here. Why do kickers opt for soccer style? Uh, ta, 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 ta. Here we go. Uh, the tide began to turn when Pete Gogolak, Gogolak, who grew up playing soccer in Hungary, appeared on the gridiron at Cornell University. He set up by taking two steps behind the ball behind the holder, then three steps to the side. The center snapped the ball. The holder popped it through the turf. Gogolak swung his leg, threw it from the side, launching it between the uprights. The pro football world initially thought Gogolak. Who was drafted in '64 by the Bills, then played for the New York Giants, uh, was a bit of a circus act. But by the mid '70s, more place kickers were using soccer style than toe kick. So there you go. I knew it was uh, Gogol something, but yeah, Gogolak, and 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 he was part of that whole thing, dude. You know that the 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 AFL started raiding the NFL for free agents. Right, And the AFL beat them out for Joe Namath. And then they beat him out for Billy Cannon. And then all of a sudden they started going after and they offered Mike Ditka a big-ass contract. And, and if there's something that Mike Ditka was ever since he was young, a whore. And he sells himself out for money no matter what. Whatever you see him endorse, it's purely out of money, not because he actually believes in anything. That's kind of his M.O., um, and so he was going to take a big-ass contract. And then Gogolak was also going to take a big-ass contract. And then all of a sudden, the NFL and the AFL, you know, it brought the NFL to its knees. And so the NFL had to then talk to the AFL about a merger. And then that's what started in 66, the merger that happened in 69, officially, when when the, when the two became one and it became the NFL and the AFL was absorbed, and all the teams that were absorbed with it. So Gogolak was part of that move since you bring up the kicker. Uh, he was one of those kind of guys that uh, that started one hell of a movement to bring the AFL and the NFL together. Uh, Johnny Rotten says, Morning Big O, been a while since I've been on. Who's your top three tight ends in the draft and your three top middle linebackers in the draft? Um here's what I gave you. Uh I gave you uh players that I like in the draft yesterday. You can go back and listen to the show. Uh Sean, did you make that a segment? Uh did you make that a uh a segment when I talked about what I like in the second and third rounds? I don't know if you did or not.
4: Um, I did not yet, it'll be a weekend segment.
0: Oh, uh, it'll be a weekend segment. Uh but you can go back and it's on the show uh, and I talk about it yesterday. So you can check that out. I gave you some of the guys that I like, okay? Remember, I'm waiting for free agency to happen because if they sign a a middle linebacker in free agency, then I don't expect them to go after it in the draft. So I want to see what happens first in in free agency, and then I will look at what I want to do in the draft. But I did yesterday give people of a, a feel for what I like in the second and third rounds, couple players that I like in the second round and a couple players that I like in the third rounds and middle linebacker was in there and tight end and uh tackle and uh quarterback was in there and everything. So I had all kinds of uh, different players in that second and third round so you may want to check it out. Gary, your premium was a a fave Dolphin field goaler uh, you mean famous or whatever, uh, but he couldn't throw worth a damn. Yes, yes, we know. Yes, Big O, what do you think of JUSO turning his back on Sammy Zayn yesterday? Um, is that something with wrestling? <laughs> okay, All right, Sean is saying yes. <laughs> All right, uh, what what am I supposed to know about JUSO turning his back on Sami Zayn?
4: Uh, it's JUSO.
0: Oh, JUSO. Okay, JUSO. So what happened? Fill us in, bro, because he's
4: telling me this and I have no that, idea that, what's to happen. That's tonight. Uh, you know, that's so uh, we have to talk that tonight. That'll take a oh, uh, first oh. Show, you know. Oh, okay, okay. Big O is a darkness
0: thing or just the absence of light. Um, both. Both for me. Yep. Sam, so you, so you're telling me Jay Uso and Sami Zayn are 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 um, battling
4: today. Is that what's going on? That's the fight song. Yeah. Uh, WWE did a angle last night. They kind of setting up for WrestleMania, and they had Jay Uso was the one wandering away from the Bloodline. Sammy had already turned on the Bloodline, and then um, there was a coming together of the two, and then a act of betrayal, which played out very well on Raw last night. The Boston okay. Garden crowd was uh, the TD Garden crowd was uh, erupted with joy and then ultimately uh, stunned with disbelief.
0: All right. Okay. Uh, I'll take their word for it, I guess. What can I tell you?
4: It was the greatest in men's soap opera.
0: (laughs) Uh, By the way, I am still looking for tips on where should we stay Uh, Do I stay in Canton? Do I stay in Cleveland? Is there a town in between that I should get an Airbnb for the week of Zach Thomas? Okay, because I I, got to figure something convenient. All right. So if anybody's got some tips from that area where I should stay, please pass it on, because, you know, last time we stayed in 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 Canton for for marino's uh induction into the pro football hall of fame uh but it was a pain in the ass because when we wanted to go to cleveland it was a long ass drive you know so i'm thinking you know do i stay in between the two is there a town in between that's worth staying in because it's not like canton is worth really staying in there's nothing to do in canton and cleveland's really the only place You know what I got to look up? I got to look up the concerts. I got to see what the hell is going on there. You know? So, I don't know. But anyway. So, there we go. Greta tomorrow, big O. You know it, baby. Going to jam some Greta. All right. So, um... All right, let's do this, let's take a quick break. Hour number two of the Big O radio show is next.
1: There's no need to drive around South Florida wasting valuable time looking for a new or certified pre-owned Acura. Go to the number one volume sales dealership in the Southeast United States. Craig Zins Acura of Pembroke Pines. Purchase with pace and space in a dealership tailored to your needs. From home buying to providing that personal touch. Contact the 2020 Satisfaction Award winner Craig Zins Acura of Pembroke Pines. 888-776-5123. That's 888-776-5123. Or visit them 15601 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines.
2: Oh, great. You have a doorbell camera. Now you have a front row seat to your house getting robbed. They're breaking into my house! Ooh, there goes the TV. I'm sure it'll turn up at the pawn shop. No, not the TV! Just because you can see them, that doesn't mean you can stop them. With slogans, you get 24-hour monitoring, a free home security system, and professional installation. Plus, free doorbell camera, one that'll actually work for you.
0: Get out of my house!
2: Get out of the house! Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. When you move, you need a reliable company led by passionate folks, eager to assist its customers during a transitional process that needs to be smooth. Call Essential Moving Experts at 844-368-5750 for all your local and long-distance moving needs. You can rely on Essential Moving Experts. Mention The Big O Show and get $150 off family-owned and operated, they offer free 30-day storage, full-service moving, fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Moving was never so easy. Essentialmovingexperts.com.
1: If you're a Miami sports fan, then there's only one store to go to. And that's Canesware at Miami Fanware in Davie. They're your one stop shop for all your Inner Miami CF, Canes, Dolphins, Panthers, and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. And open 24 7 online at Canesware.com or InnerMiamiWare.com. Call them at 954 835 5597. Canesware, the spot where Inner Miami And all Miami sports fans shop.
2: Welton Rayom has more than 62 years of litigation experience handling insurance disputes. They're committed to resolving even the toughest insurance claims quickly. Call them for a free consultation 954 966 4646. At Welton Rayom, they don't get paid unless you win. Property damage claims to your home, business, or condo as a result of a hurricane. Welton Rayom can help. Water, mold, fire, smoke damage. Welton Rayom can help. Call 954-966-4646. Welcome to Red Light Therapy, a revolutionary technology perfected by NASA to aid in muscle strengthening and recovery. Red, an infrared light, has the capacity to penetrate deep into the cell's mitochondria, potentially leading to increased energy, faster recovery, and the optimal performance your body demands. Train. Fight. Recover.
0: For over 16 years, EJDconstruction.com has provided South Florida residents quality craftsmanship, accurate project management, and exceptional service. That's why EJDconstruction.com is an A-rated member of Angie's List and the Better Business Bureau. When you're looking for the right custom home builder for additions or home remodeling, please call my friend Eric at 305-433-4843. That's 305-433-4843 for EJDconstruction.com ejdconstruction.com
2: on the following program by the host guests or callers are not necessarily the opinions of fantasyxs.com media grouping ownership management sponsors or website when it comes to south florida sports teams very few in the media have witnessed lived and covered it like the big o let's start the program dedicated to your favorite south florida teams with a passion that's unmatched the big o radio show is on here's the big o
0: all right by the way I only see Madonna on August 2nd in in uh in Cleveland how about that that sucks that sucks ass what can I tell you um August 3rd is the game does that sound right that they play the game on a Thursday really the Hall of Fame game right it's Thursday okay I don't know why i thought it would be a saturday now you know we're there the next day after the game because they have that round table with all the hall of famers we're going to cover that so that means we don't leave till the fifth on the fourth tesla is there now that's some shit right there baby okay i might go see some tesla At the MGM Northfield Park Center Stage in Cleveland. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new style. Four and three and two and one. And when I'm on the mic, I get things done. All right. A little Tesla. Now that, you know. That, my friends. That is a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Ah, yes. Can't wait for Greta tomorrow. I'm in the uh, pit, by the way. I will be there. Looking forward to it. So any of you out there going to the Greta Van Fleet concert, I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, what else do we have uh I say you fly in the same day and leave the night Cleveland sucks no there's there's no it's it's a whole there's all kinds of events going on throughout the week bro you know you want to cover the different events there there's all kinds of Hall of Fame events going on so um no it's uh there's uh there's some work we actually have to do some work yeah yeah Sean won't be happy And by the way, remember, so Thursday is the game, right? So that means that Wednesday we're all getting together at the Hall of Fame and we're all going to sing the Dolphin Fight Song around the Shula Bust. Okay? So get ready for that. If you're going out for for, uh, Zach's induction, we are all getting together Wednesday. I can already tell you, August 2nd. The day before the game, we got to get together and it'll be let's do it like around noon or one o'clock. We'll get together at the Hall of Fame because everybody that's going for Zach's induction, they're going to be in town already a couple of days before. So I figure you'll be in town the day before. So we all will get together at the Hall of Fame and we'll figure out around noon, one o'clock. I'll, I'll come up with a set time for all of you out there that are going to this and we will meet at the Hall of Fame. OK. And uh and gather around Shula's bust and do what I've been wanting to do for a while. Sing the Dolphin fight song and we'll put that shit on video and it's going to go freaking viral. The entire Dolphin nation around the world will love it. OK, they're they're going to end up using it as their ringtone. So it's going to end up happening. OK. So there you go. Big O spitting that hot fire lyrics. You know it, baby. No rapper can rap quite like I can. I'll take a muscle-bound man, put his face in the sand. Anyway, uh, let's see. Possibly Akron. So do I hang out with uh, LeBron? I wonder if Van Ginkle would be able to move to middle linebacker. Has the size Fangio likes in there. We, we shall see what Fangio is up to. Frankie says, we have to link up, Big O. Well, I'll be there, man. I'll be there, Frankie. Let's go. Uh, Eddie says, maybe you can stay around Pittsburgh and see where Marino grew up. You know, it's, it's, a, it's quite a distance, bro. Uh, let's see. Definitely not East Palestine. Ah, I can smell the fresh air. Uh, let's see. We normally stay in Independence, but that's closer to Cleveland than Canton. Okay, Nyborg, thank you. All right. All right, well, maybe it's better to be a little closer to Cleveland than Canton. That's all. Big O, how excited are you for Tua and the wide receivers in year two of the same offense? I also think uh, the gnaw the will come out way faster the null um oh the ball i think is what you're talking about the ball will come out way faster okay um yeah Uh, listen i'm super excited as i told key sims yesterday and what nobody talks about right because that's kind of what we do here on the show we try to you know actually use real sports talk and make you think and all these kind of things of course i'm excited about the system in year two of course, I'm excited to see two in the wide receivers. But you know what I'm really excited about? Get me the running game, straighten it out, fix the offensive line, and get the tight end that McDaniel really wants. The two-way tight end, that's a playmaker and a blocker, right? Okay? And like yesterday, we we talked about um, uh, Darnell Washington, right? And whether he's there or not, that's questionable, whatever. But I love Tucker Craft out of North Dakota State. I'm a Tucker Craft guy. So that would be the guy that, okay, if you get me Tucker Craft, now you got me the guy that can make plays and blocks, right? And if you fix what's left of that guard spot and the right tackle, although, you know, if Brandon Schell comes back, I really think you're you're pretty fine at right tackle because he did a good job last year. But at left guard, if you can fix that left guard, then all of a sudden you fix the running game and you fix the tight end. That's what's going to make your offense that much better. And if McDaniel, in the moments that you are running the ball, stays with the run and shows more conviction in those areas, that's when I'm excited more about the the offense. Because if you give Tua the playmaking tight end element, And the consistent running game, right, it's what I explained to Keith, and he agreed with me, obviously, because it's common sense. Look at Brock Purdy, okay? Brock Purdy is not a tenth of the quarterback that Tua is. But he has a guy that he can hand it off to and drop it off to in, right, Christian McCaffrey. And then he's got a tight end that he can, can block and is a hell of a pass catcher. Right? And Kittle. So he doesn't have that. And if you give two of those elements on a consistent basis to go with the receivers, that's when I get really excited about the passing game. Because now the defense has to react completely different. Because since you didn't respect Gesicki McDaniel and you chose not to use him, McDaniel, you took away that weapon from your offense and from your quarterback. And because, McDaniel, you chose not to continue to run the ball against Green Bay or Buffalo when you're gouging them at seven and nine yards a carry, you hurt your quarterback. So this is what I'm excited about. Fix that part of the offense. I know what they can do in the passing game, but you won't be able to crowd the middle of the field if you're running the ball on their asses because linebackers have got to come up. You won't be able to crowd the middle of the field if you got a tight end that is running a bow out or running down the middle of the field. You know, something that Braylon Sanders was not ready to do? That's what I'm excited about. Fix those two elements of the offense, and all of a sudden now, you've got a way more potent offense. That's what I'm excited about. The obvious is Tyreek and Waddle. The obvious is Tua. But the part that we really got to focus in on is get that playmaking tight end and make sure the running game takes another step forward because it was better this year than it has been in the past, just like the pass blocking was better this past year than it's been in the past. But the run blocking still is not where it needs to be. So fix the run game and get me the pass-catching tight end, and this offense takes a completely other step. And Tua becomes unstoppable if you add those elements. If he's got a running game he can depend on and a tight end to go along with those receivers, oh, my God. That's what you got to look at uh let's see what else do, 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 do Devin Jordan thank you for the love and the super chat O, did you see the report that Philip Rivers wanted to come back out of retirement yes I saw that and uh it's not a report it's um it's Rich Eisen he had five uh rumors that he heard in the combine and that was one of the five rumors. You may want to go look for the video. It's out there on YouTube, and you can uh listen to it for yourself. Jason Dow says, Me and the wife snagged tickets for Rob Zombie, Zombie, and Breaking Benjamin, Labor Day weekend up in Indy, stoked. That is awesome. Like them both. I saw Breaking Benjamin and I they won me over. Good band. I like them. Like them. Obviously, Rob Zombie is a badass. Uh, let's see, Jesse in Minnesota. Robert Triana. Uh, Jesse says Tesla will bring it home for you. Rock, you'll face a little bit. Consider Columbus, uh, Orlando. Is where is Columbus to, uh, Canton and and uh, Cleveland? That that because Columbus sounds. Columbus is a pretty big town. Is Columbus in between Cleveland and Canton? Is that what it is? Fill me in on that. That's what I don't know. Look it up for me, there, uh, Sean. Where is Columbus? Is that in between Cleveland and Canton, or is it closer to Canton, closer to Cleveland? Well, what is it? F- find out for me, because that's a that's a pretty good call on Jesse there. And by the way, what if the Columbus Crew are playing that week, and they're taking on Inter Miami? King short says Tanner Connor. Yes, but he hasn't proven anything yet. So I don't know what Tanner Connor can do. I can't count on Tanner Connor yet. The two times they gave him a shot, he dropped the ball. He shit his pants the two times and he's talented. You can see that there's, there's like juice there. You know, the guy can run like a deer, but he hasn't proven anything yet. Uh, Alexis says I'm booking close to Ken seeing for me is a mission 90% blind in one eye. Oh, wow. I like this. I'm sorry about that, brother. If Miami somehow signs Kareem Hunt, this Miami offense will literally be unstoppable. Players stay healthy. Yep. Uh Eric says, I'm betting big O Miami next year. If they get Hunt, I think he is an elite top 10 back. Give me tight end La Porta and a legit running game, the offense will be unstoppable, says Brian. Basketball Jones is in the house. Jesse Minneapolis says Columbus. Billy Joe, Stevie Nicks, uh, August 5th. Really? Whoa. That's, That's strong. That's strong. This is the first time in six years that Tua will be in the same offense for two consecutive years, three different coordinators, three years at Bama, three in Miami. Should be awesome. What do you got for me, Sean? What's the the information?
4: Two hours and seven minutes from Cleveland. Oh, that's far as shit, dude.
0: Yeah, no. No, that's too far. (laughs) We can't stay two hours away, dude. Canton and Cleveland are 45 minutes apart. No, 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 no. I'm not staying in Columbus, bro. Columbus is too, that's too far. I got to go to events every day in Canton. You think I'm going to drive two hours? That's four hours of my day going back and forth. That makes no sense. No, 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 not doing that. Not doing
4: that. I I, I would drive to Columbus for the concert. Columbus to to Canton is two hours and two minutes. Say that again? Columbus to Canton is two hours and two minutes.
0: Yeah, no, no. No, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I need something in between Columbus. I mean, in between Cleveland and Canton. So in other words, something that's 15, 20 minutes away, maybe 30 max. But yeah, no, I can't. No, no. (laughs) Columbus is southwest of Canton, closer to Cincinnati. (laughs) Oh, man. Akron is dead center of them. Oh, really? Akron is in the Is that true? Now, look that up, Sean. Is Akron in the middle of Canton and Cleveland? If that is true, okay, if Knight is on target there, then that makes more sense for us because that keeps us in between both. I like that. I don't
4: mind that. That's pretty cool. It's 27 minutes to Canton from Akron. Okay. All right. And what's Akron to Cleveland? Should be
0: right around the same thing. If it's, you know, on the way, if it's in between, then, then Peter, I think, uh, you are, uh, night and Peter, uh, you guys are, are on target.
4: It ranges depending which way you go, but about forty minutes. Hmm.
0: Okay, that's about the same distance, almost from Ken to to
4: Cleveland. All right. It's thirty nine miles, but it says the it'll take forty. I'm not sure why, but right, right, okay. All right. Uh, we'll see. We'll see.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's, uh, what do we got? Okay. Heat last night. So he get it done against the Hawks. 130 to 128. They shot 55% from the field. 16 of 29, finally. But again, it shows you that it's an aberration because they can't do this on a consistent basis. Not shoot 55, but you know what I'm saying? Shoot at a good clip. Gabe went two of five. Hero, three of eight. Struce, two of three. Duncan, three of four. And Depot, four of seven. Butler had 26 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. Caleb Martin coming off the bench, 21 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists. No Kevin Love. Wednesday, they will take on Cleveland, Kevin Love's former team. Friday, they will face Cleveland again. Saturday, they're in Orlando. Monday, they take on Utah. Let's see how they play. I can't say they're winnable games because I don't think we can say that about the Miami Heat anymore. They're kind of mediocre and they can lose to anybody unfortunately. Remember, they do get tired of the process, you know. They've been at this so long. They've won all these championships. You know, this team is so accomplished. Jimmy and these guys have, you know, won so much. Bam and these guys they're tired of winning. Hero is tired of winning titles. He 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 can't even lift his hand up from all the rings. You know what I'm saying? So they get tired of the process. It's a shame. We'll see what happens. But I'm not impressed beating the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> and brother, you were losing that game badly. And I'm like, they're not gonna are they gonna lose this game? Started to cut really deep into the uh into the lead by the half. And then obviously in the second half, they ended up taking the lead and 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 hanging on to win 130 to 128. It's, it's, it's amazing. It really is. Uh by the way, uh in uh hockey, the Panthers are back in action tonight, seven o'clock at FLA Live Arena, taking on the Golden Knights. Do you know that the Florida Panthers did you know this Sean the Florida Panthers have gone 11 straight games win loss win loss win loss win loss win loss did you know that 11 straight games last game was a win will today be a loss make it 12 straight they are 16 and 16 in their last 32 games. you're not making any ground up if you're playing 500 for 32 game stretch I I did tell you that for the last 11 games what have they done win loss win loss win loss win loss win loss win loss 32 games you're 16 and 16. that's nearly half the season. 32 games of 16 and 16. What a shame, dude. What an absolute shame. And we'll see what happens. The Knights have been a better team since they entered the league than the Florida Panthers. Even if you throw in last year's run for the Panthers. The Knights overall, since they got in as an expansion team, have had more consistency than the Panthers of being a good team. It's, a, it's just a, an odd thing out there, man. It really is. Now, I did read uh, a very, um, I think, a, a really good story for the Miami Heat. And it's time. And there's been talk about it, obviously. But it looks like we're it's coming to a head finally. And I think it's something that needs to happen. And uh, Udonis Haslam has reiterated and confirmed that this is his last season. He says, "Uh, I'm done. I'm done no matter what happens. I gave my contribution. I think at this stage there needs to be another voice for these guys. It's time for somebody to step up and be the voice. And I think that that voice has been needed for several years. But for whatever reason, he'd have hung on to this. And, and, and listen, we all love UD. I mean, UD is 305, Miami high guy, all of that. It came here to Miami, lost all that weight, made himself a player. Uh, I'll never forget you know, his defense against Nowitzki in that 06 series. I'll never forget the kind of player he was before that foot injury because that foot injury completely changed the complexion of his career. He never came back to be the same player again after that foot injury. But I know what he was, and so do you. Okay, if you're old enough, you know what UD was before that foot injury. A money player, hard nose, tough as nails, great defender, fearless mofo, leader, everything that you want in a teammate eudonis haslam is everything that you want in a leader eudonis haslam is and has been but it does get to a point where your time comes and goes okay don't know when it is it might be a year from now it might be five years from now it might be 15 years from now i don't know but at one point or another i'll get too old to do this job i'll be out of touch you know, all those kind of things. It happens to all of us. Musicians and artists have their time in the sun. It changes. They don't have the, the the gift anymore of producing hits. They don't change with the times, the way the music and the era changes, and then they're not changing with it. So they get left behind. So it happens in every walk of life. You could be a bus driver for a long, long time and you get to an age where whatever, for whatever reason, mentally, physically, arthritis, your back, whatever it is, you can't do the job the same way. And you got to and you got to retire. Okay, It is what it is, you know. Look at Joe Biden. He can't walk stairs. Can somebody get that guy a mobile escalator? Jesus Christ, he's going to kill himself. He's 80 years old. The goofball can't walk a straight line. Get him a mobile escalator so he doesn't fall off anymore. I'm telling you, Gerald Ford and Joe Biden have never been in the same room or Gerald Ford's spirit is inside of Joe Biden. Two mediocre presidents and two goofballs that fall all over the place. But getting back to UD, it's time. It's time to retire. Your voice doesn't carry the same in the locker room once the generations turn over. They didn't see you. They don't know you. They don't relate to you. They didn't watch the 06 series. I mean, for Christ's sake, Tyler Hero was, you know, Tyler Hero had no hair on his balls, and he was playing with uh, a Hot Wheels when you were doing that. I don't know, dude. Do little kids play with Hot Wheels still? I don't know, whatever. It's time. And it's, listen, it's time for the Miami Heat to do a lot of things. It's time for them to move on from Udonis Haslam. It's time for them to stop being cheap and worrying about the tax because of a roster spot. It's time for them to stop, you know, being G-money and getting high on your own supply because the Cash Money brothers are not happy with that. You can't be getting high on your own supply. Not G-money, not Pookie. You're not allowed to get high on your own supply. And you got to stop re-signing players that are not stars. Save your money for stars. Save your money for Shaq. Save your money for Wade. Save your money for LeBron and Bosh and Mason and all the guys that you've gotten in the past that made a difference in your life. And in in this franchise, there's a lot of bad habits that they have developed over the last few years. They need to get rid of those bad habits. And Udonis Haslam, unfortunately, is part of your bad habit. You no longer need the policeman in the locker room. You need a basketball player that can really help you out in today's game not a guy that was from two decades earlier making an impact two decades earlier two decades earlier it's got to change and we all love ud it's nothing personal hey man love riley love the the arison family don't want him to go anywhere I just need him to get back on track. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking, take a look in the mirror, get back on track, be who you're supposed to be. Okay? Riley, be the ruthless mofo that you used to be. And Mickey, let's go. Let's get more aggressive. And let's not worry so much about the bottom line. So... I saw that with UD, and I think it's the right thing to do. It's it's long overdue, unfortunately. Uh, John Padilla, Big O, what got me mad was John Jones wins UFC belt. Thanks, God, for the opportunity after the fight. Dana goes off on, don't thank God he's not in the ring. Save that for later. I mean, whatever, bro. i doesn't matter. Uh, Big O, your thoughts on Tua being in the same offense? Um, What else do we have? Heard Ruber. Zonka said he's got one season left in him. Bring him on. Bring him on. Uh, there's a video of someone falling down those stairs while they were in Poland. Looks like a bowling ball. All right, it's just... That dude's falling like all the time. He's like a total goofball. I'm telling you, Gerald Ford and and Joe Biden are like the same guy. Same guy. Uh, you can't get any more dead center between them for a city. Anyway, Akron is slightly closer to Can, but traffic is why it takes longer to Cleveland. Aha. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So I will look for, uh, I will look for Akron. You got me now. All right. Not an issue. I got no problem looking for Akron. Sounds like a a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, uh, Alex Winley is set to join us at the top of the hour. Folks do want to remind you there. So we'll talk a little inter Miami with her. Hialeah Park will be there on Thursday. They're giving away Mercedes Benz. You want to drive a Mercedes? Are you into driving a Mercedes? Well, Thursday, we'll be there three to 6 p.m. Having some fun at Hialeah Park. And that we had a great event last weekend with the boxing matches. They were awesome, man. Uh, Guillermo Rigondao got the win and got had some uh, young Cuban boxers. It was a good night. There was a lot of good vibe in the building. People were into it. It was a good crowd, man. Really good crowd at Hylia Park. They really respond to the boxing. Um, I think they should also, I mean, I haven't talked to them about this, but they should add, um, you know, uh, um, what's it called? The Noctagon, too. They should have boxing and UFC, not UFC, or I mean, hopefully UFC, but you know, um, what's it called, Uh, MMA fighting. They should have that. But anyway, they've got uh, hundreds and hundreds of gaming machines. It's a smoke-free casino. They've got the Champion Sports Bar there where you can actually wager on all tracks across the country. So a lot of ways to enjoy yourself out there with all the machines, Uh, great food so you can bring somebody you love. Fridays and Saturdays, they take out the DJs. So you can dance your night away, have some fun. The more you play, the more entries you get in to try to win that Mercedes-Benz, and they're giving it away on April Fool's Day. No joke, April Fool's Day. All right, so you've got uh, a little bit here. I know you got a few weeks before they give away this Mercedes, so get on down to Hialeah Park and play. And by the way, if you do like to smoke, you know, you like to vape, you, you like your cigar, you like your cigarette, you can go to Hyaleah Park, not inside the casino, but outside, they have the smoking hot slots. It's all under roof, it's got ventilation, it's actually cool outside there. Uh, but you can it allows you to smoke. So take your vape pen, enjoy your 420, go out there, enjoy a cigar, enjoy a cigarette, and and have some fun, baby. Hyaleyah Park and win yourself a Mercedes. By the way, if you win the Mercedes. And you want to donate it to Sean or myself, none of us are going to complain. Sean, you're going to complain if they donate the Mercedes to you? No. See, I I I wanted to check with Sean. You know, I I want to make sure that he's not mad about that. That's all. Who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that has been waiting for years? Oh, God, that list is so long, dude. It's it's silly how long that list is. So, you know, Iron Maiden should be there, and they're not there yet. Scorpions should be there, and they're not there yet. There you go. You know, those are two heavy metal bands that should be there, and they're not there. There's lots of... Lots and lots of bands and artists that uh, deserve to be there. Big O, these Brady's to Miami rumors getting louder. I can see Ross uh, forcing front office to do this sucks. Um, Shang to Shang, whatever. Listen, brother, if you're that stupid, I just want since you're that stupid to believe the FUD, just like the Lamar Jackson stuff. Do me a favor, Shang to Shang. Uh, Come on over to Hialeah Park. Bring all the money you want so I can take it, okay? But you have to bring the money, okay? Because we're going to have to put it somewhere neutral because I don't trust you. But bring the money because I would love to take your money and gamble and bet that Tom Brady will not be here and neither will Lamar Jackson. So, you know, all those people that talk shit, you know, I would love that. Just come on over and let's make the bet. I got the money. You want to bet? Five bucks, 500, 5,000? Bring it, bro. Bring it. I'd love to bet you and take your money since you're that fucking stupid to believe that shit that's out there. Okay? Since you're that freaking stupid that you would repeat it, read it, follow it, then come on over, bro. Come on over. You must listen to Fox News also. Come on over, bro. Come on over there was a lot of stupid ass people listening to Fox News. So if you're one of those, you know, there's a sucker born every minute. All those idiots were watching Fox News. All the idiots born every minute, all the suckers born every minute, they were all watching Fox News. So you must be a Fox News watcher believing that the election was rigged. So since you got, you know, stupefied Please bring the money over to Hialeah Park. Please. Friday, I'll be at Canesware, if that's closer to you, in Broward. If you're in Broward or Palm Beach, we'll be at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Any of you idiots that want Tom Brady or Lamar and you think he's coming, please bring the money. Yeah, what do you got, Sean?
4: Shen too, has one issue with, with that. He's in China. Okay smart contracts. Let's go.
0: We can do a smart contract between each other. You put in the money, okay? And I'll match it. Whatever you put in, we'll match. We can do a smart contract anywhere in the world. That's the beauty about the blockchain. Bring it on. Let's go. Motorhead is another one, Mark. You are correct. And Lemmy's dead. It's like stupid. It's ridiculous. We have to wait till people are dead. It's like when they put in Deep Purple and Lord's wife is there. And it's like, come on, man. Deep Purple had to be put into the goddamn Rock and Roll Hall of Fame long time ago. Why do we have to wait to the point where, we're, where these people are dying? It's stupid. It's ridiculous. I tell everybody, I'll bet them any amount we won't trade for Lamar, people get real quiet. Of course. Uh, Big O, you won't give me a Mercedes-Benz. My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Uh, He's in China. I'm surprised he even gets the big O there. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Aren't they blocking uh, us out there? Oh, but you're on a VPN or something? Is that what it is? You're in China, bro. Can you get out of there? Huh? Shang Sheng? can you get out of there? Let's get you out of there, bro. Let's get you out of China. We gotta, we gotta get you out of there, bro. Seriously. Well, you. By the way, you do live in a country of FUD. <laughs> now that I think about it, of course you're going to believe Tom Brady. You live in China. They're used to lying to all their people. That's kind of what they do in China, North Korea, and Cuba. Did you see did you guys see the Russian diplomat at the I forget it's one of those conferences with you know world leaders and all that stuff. And so the Russian guy, right, he's the Russian ambassador for whatever the hell or whatever. It's the it's it's the stuffy idiot with the glasses, you know, that that guy that you just want to like slap him right cuz obviously he's just pushing putin's bullshit propaganda so yesterday or the day before he's at this place right and he's saying well you know uh ukraine who attacked us and the whole place started laughing at him and these are like you know high profile world dignitaries and all that kind of stuff and they're laughing at his ass cuz he's trying to spew the lie to us that they lie to their own people. You know what I mean? Because that's what, you know, that's what Russian leaders do. They lie to their own people because their people are stupid. They don't know any better. I remember when I used to go to Cuba in the 80s, right? And I would, I would, you know, go out and pick up some girls and stuff. And I remember I was, I, I went out with this girl for like three straight days, right? And sex was great. So we 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 went out for like three straight days. And she was telling me about how fantastic it is there in Cuba, how she'll be a doctor and she'll make $400 a month. And so, you know, all of these things, and I'm, I'm listening to her and I'm like, wow, this bitch is brainwashed. And I'm, and I'm 16 years old, right? Okay. I'm 16 years old. Like I know you're brainwashed. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's like, So I kind of get it when somebody in China believes Tom Brady's, you know, crap or, you know, whatever they're throwing out there because you're in China. You're fed bullshit all the time. (laughs) Just like you're in Russia, you're fed bullshit all the time. All they do is lie to you and lie to you and then you idiots just keep believing it. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of get it. I kind of get it. The naivete is there. I kind of get it. Oh, man. Uh, Shang Tusheng says, I have a dolphin bar here. Wow. If you weren't communist, I would like to go visit it. It was at the G20. Is that where it was, Manuel? Okay. Thank you. I saw it yesterday. I saw it and I was laughing my ass off, dude that was so funny that was so hilarious that everybody laughed at his stupid ass like yo moron we're not russians we're not trapped in our country and you have to lie to us and we have to even act like we believe it if not we die no we're in free we're in the free world we know you're the pigs okay So I feel terrible for North Korean human beings. I feel terrible for Chinese human beings. I feel terrible for Cuban human beings. I feel terrible for Russian human beings because it's really not their fault. They're just stuck in a big ass jail. It's sad. And then all they do is feed them lies and propaganda, man. It's a, it's a real shame, it really is. What a what a what a shame, dude. Anyway, so got a lot of things uh, here still to talk about in the world of sports. Alex Winley is going to join us here at the top of the hour. We'll get into a little Inter-Miami. And by the way, I I got to thank Inter-Miami also, okay, because baseball isn't going to mean jack crap <laughs> in the summer, okay? Uh, the Heat, they're not going to have a long run in the playoffs, the Panthers may not even make the playoffs. Okay, this is this is how bad our summer is. We have Inter Miami and we have Dolphins free agency and draft to look forward to. That's what's going on now in the spring and into the summer. All right. Oh, and by the way, and and Zach Thomas getting inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Marlins are one. I wrote this down. You know, I haven't gotten into it. Marlins lost yesterday five to one. They're one and eight in the preseason. And I know that it's spring training and I get it and all that, but I don't give a shit. They haven't been able to score runs. They, they can't score like they can't score with a fistful of dollars in a whorehouse. Okay. They can't score runs. And so far in the spring, prepare yourself. They've scored 28 runs in nine games, and they've been scored on 68 times. Their 40 run differential right now, their minus 40 run differential, the worst in Major League Baseball. And it's only nine games into the spring. And I'm sorry, but pitchers start out slow in the spring. Your offense is supposed to start off hot in the spring. Pitchers get stronger as the spring goes on and then into the regular season, so then offenses will then come down a little bit. Well, <laughs> the Marlins can't score now when pitchers aren't sharp in, the sp- in, in spring training? Oh, my God. Okay? Hell, Inter-Miami could have scored a few more goals the other night not just two, against a really good Philadelphia team. So I just want to put it into perspective what's going on here. The Heat are headed for a quick exit. The Panthers may not even make the playoffs. The Marlins can't score. You know, people say soccer is boring, right? The people that don't understand soccer because they don't appreciate that goals are precious, but they tell oh, there's not enough scoring. Well, go watch a Marlins game. Okay? So I just want to kind of paint the picture Of what the hell is going on in the spring and summer? And it's all about football and football. Okay? Football with our Inter Miami and Messi soon. And wait till Messi gets here. Wait till Messi gets here. All right? You've had Shaq in town. You've had Marino. You've had Wade. You've had Shula. You've had Riley you've had LeBron, you've had them all down here. He dwarfs them all. Okay? Men, women, kids, dogs, they're all going to want an Inter-Miami messy jersey. Be prepared. Alex Alex Winley starts our number three right here on the Big O Radio Show. Next. I
2: think I know what this is. Houston, we have a package. Hello? No matter where you are, the Sloman Shield home security system guards your home with next-gen perimeter protection, 24-7 monitoring, and interior motion sensing. And right now, get a free Sloman Shield security system and doorbell camera, all professionally installed, for free. Shield your world, the Sloman Shield.
1: If you're a Miami sports fan, then there's only one store to go to. And that's Caneswear at Miami Fanwear in Davie. They're your one-stop shop for all your Inner miami CF, Canes, Dolphins, Panthers, and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t-shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. And open 24-7 online at caneswear.com or InnerMiamiwear.com. Call them at 954-835-5597. Caneswear, the spot where Inner miami and And all Miami sports fans shop.
2: When you move, you need a reliable company led by passionate folks eager to assist its customers during a transitional process that needs to be smooth. Call essential moving experts at 844-368-5750 for all your local and long-distance moving needs. You can rely on essential moving experts. Mention The Big O Show and get $150 off. Family-owned and operated, they offer free 30-day storage, full-service moving, fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Moving was never so easy. Essentialmovingexperts.com. expressed on the following program by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily the opinions of FantasyXS.com, media grouping, ownership, management, sponsors, or website. When it comes to South Florida sports teams, very few in the media have witnessed, lived, and covered it like the Big O. Let's start the program dedicated to your favorite South Florida teams with a passion that's unmatched. The Big O Radio Show is on. Here's the Big O.
0: Uh, she gets to cover something really entertaining now she is alex winley of course bleacher report the heron outlet follow her on twitter like i and many others do who want great insight on inter miami at aaw underscore 1998 alex good afternoon and boy was that entertaining on saturday night uh,
5: thanks for yeah, thanks for having me on Orlando. That the game was crazy. I, I don't think anyone expected that result, but you know Miami are showing that they they've got something up their sleeve in that off season um that they had. They've been working hard so, and uh, that's pretty much the fruits of their labor. And,
0: and what I love was the attacking style. Uh, it was a, a game that they were aggressive the entire time. They were they pressured Philadelphia many times. Moda hits the post and everything. Um although let me give you something funny okay and we you and I have talked about this over the last couple of years uh Pizarro has a terrible habit of holding on to the damn ball too long right and he played a good game in fact that that one where mota hit the post that was an assist from from Pizarro and it was a beautiful play but the one that mota scored on was actually him holding on to the ball too long, trying to weave through multiple people, and it ended up becoming a turnover that led to Moda. The the ball fell to him, and sure enough, he was able to knock it in. But it's kind of funny that one of his bad habits kind of showed, reared its ugly head for one moment, but it still kind of paid off for Miami. I was laughing my ass off when I saw that.
5: Yeah, actually I believe that was Coco Jean that scored the goal. I know Jean Mata did it. sorry, uh, sorry yeah. no
0: motor John. Yes. Yeah, yes, Jean
5: yes. Mata did hope, hit the post like later in the game with a really good shot. But it was uh quarantine Jean that got that first goal. But yeah, you're right about uh Jean Mata. He does have that habit, but uh for defenders it makes him kind of un- unpredictable because you don't know if he's gonna shoot from thirty yards out or, or pass the ball. So they don't know how to defend him and that opens up space for other guys. But um yeah, I mean they're impressive Pizarro I, I believe him and um and John Mata and Fandel they made a uh, team of the week and yeah, yeah they're but, just, they're just charging on right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, Pizarro looks good actually. You know, I mess around and have some fun with him that he held the ball too long in that moment there trying to trying to weave it's he gets in trouble when he thinks he can weave between two and three guys. That that usually happens, right? But but he has played well and the team has played well. And Drake Callender, Jesus, Alex, I mean, wow. Uh, they have found themselves a really, I mean, and this all comes from an injury. You know, it, the injury opened the door for him, and that kid has never looked back, and he was outstanding again on Saturday night.
5: Yeah, 100%. Drake is a great guy, great to talk to, very smart with with soccer. He loves watching the game, and, you know, he's very – you know, tranquilo and he he meditates and he's very grounded and, and yeah, just a smart guy to have at the back. And, you know, there are, you know, he's, he's national team material, honestly, Uh, you know, I I believe from a colleague, he was close to a a U.S. men's national team call up in their last camp, but, you know, they decided to go with another guy. So Drake is really on that cusp right there. And, you know, they signed him to a, a contract extension. So he's their goalkeeper for the foreseeable future for Miami. And, it's good they locked him down he's only what 24 25 years old so and goalkeepers nowadays they play till 40 so miami may have very well gotten their their you know their their franchise goalkeeper for the rest you know for the foreseeable future for like at least 5 years so great player
0: did you see this chemistry this early in the preseason when you were watching them practice did you see them play as well as they've played so far in these first couple of weeks
5: yeah, the vibes were there for sure. I, I think I, I, I know I don't want to drag Iguain, but like guys like that, like he Iguain had this aura and this presence, right? And he's that guy that demands attention, right? And so when you take a guy like that out of the team, the team becomes more, you know, not saying that Gonzalo was a, a menace or anything, but it, it, on the field, it bec- they become far more together, I would say. So they, they they don't have to defer to him nearly as much as they did last season, like with Pozuelo, Iguain teams knew how to game plan against that you know if they took out Gonzalo and Alejandro out of the game they knew Inter Miami couldn't score but this season they don't know who to press today they don't know if it's Joseph or Stefanelli or even Franco Negri who who, who's shown that he's able to get up into the attack and have some shots Jean Mata Gregory you know like they don't know who to guard uh, um, to to guard defend anymore so Miami played much more of of, uh, as like a, a team and you know, it's it's less on individuals now and more of a cohesive unit. So, um, yeah, I think I think you know, watching the game against Philadelphia, you know, it shows that that they're playing as the a team. They can play a different style now. You know, um, without Gonzalo, he maybe didn't press as much, but with Joseph, Campana, Bag, you know, Jake Lacava, Robbie Robinson, uh, Schneider, Voiselle, guys like that, they can they're more mobile and they can play more physical soccer. And I think Neville is kind of taking that opportunity and implementing a different style.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it, and to me when we look at, you know, Campana is still what what's going on with Campana because that's kind of been his bugaboo, man. It's been injuries and here he is again and and th- this is one of their guys that you were counting on to be one of your main goal scorers. What what's the latest with Leo? Yeah, so
5: uh this uh this Thursday actually we're speaking with Phil Neville, so we'll get an update on that, but um last week they did say they're hopeful that it's not as bad as it seems. So hopefully it's, it's not too of a, you know, injury that keeps him out for long. You know, he's a big guy and he, you don't want to rush him back from a muscle injury. So um, uh, this weekend we'll, we'll have a, uh, an update on Leo and, and and see if he can go against uh, New York city uh, on Saturday.
0: Have you given up on Robbie?
5: No, I I think he's a player that you need to be cautious with. We know he can score and has that talent. It's just mentality for him and trusting his body again. You know, he came out, he came, you know, injured himself, and he, naturally, you're going to be scared of re-injuring, uh, you know, that same part and and your hamstring. So, I think with Robbie, it's just he needs to mentally get back into it and trust his body and trust his ability. But you know, it, his ability is still there. And speaking to Neville, you know, Neville is high on him still. They want him to succeed, and uh obviously, you know, if he doesn't, you know, the, you know, it's it's you know, professional sports. Obviously, they'll move on. But you know, Robbie's still up there. Neville mentioned him the other day, and. You know, Robbie just needs to trust his body and and his mentality.
0: You know, and we're talking with Alex Winley, of course. You can catch her work, by the way. Follow her on Twitter at A-A-W underscore 1998. You can catch her work at Bleacher Report and also the Heron Outlet. You should uh, subscribe to the podcast. They do a good job uh, talking Inter-Miami. And, you know, listen, any win is a good win. So you start off the season beating Montreal. That's a good win and and you 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 follow the league a lot more than i do you know more about the mls than i do i follow heavy inter miami the league i kind of follow it casually but from what i understood montreal wasn't really as good this year and they lost some firepower but this week beating philadelphia who has been one of the elite teams of this league the last couple of years i don't you know again i know that this is one of those sports that's really followed by the hardcore soccer fan like you and me, not the general fan. Do, does I don't think people really understand what a big win that was for Miami against Philadelphia.
5: Yeah, absolutely huge. Um, Speaking with Jim Curtin after the match, he said, uh, kudos to Miami. They, they basically had their lunch for the entire game, and they pounced very quickly. They were, they were pressing them, not really letting them get into their game plan. And, you know, Miami played well, and it was a statement win, you know, defending Eastern Conference champions in Philadelphia. And, yeah, they absolutely... I wouldn't say dominate, but they they were the better team most of the game, and you know now the national media and and and, and maybe even local media they're starting to take uh you know starting to believe and take part and to and and, and you know just believe in, in this intermining project and and and
0: them and Phil Neville
5: and they're, the, they're uh, not on
0: the team. bandwagon yet, Alex. You don't they're think so? The, the local media, nah. You, me, Michelle Franco, but you know the regular media. They're not on it yet.
5: Yeah, the the disappointing thing is that they, you know, they'll they'll give coverage to Inter Miami once, you know, if they if when they sign Messi and Busquets, which is unfortunate because the team's playing well now and they deserve coverage now. And yeah, let's Neville just see on, how it goes. Neville yeah. and
0: Henderson. Jesus Christ! I don't think people realize the amount of players that they've brought in the turn the turnover that Henderson put in, and then I thought what Neville did last year with 19 players and the adjustment as the season went on, they got better and better and better. And then this year it's only been progress since Neville took over. You yeah. think about it two years ago, the mess he inherited and then, you know, the whole uh, Iguain thing and how he had to break that down and, and he was able to reach Iguain. So he has shown us that he reaches older players, younger players and his style You know, remember, remember, Alex, he got a lot of shit because, oh, he's a women's coach. Like the game is played any different with females or males. It's the same goddamn game. But you know it. He got oh well. He's never coached men and it's all this crap. And if you really look at the trajectory from the moment he took over to where he's at now, it's just been like this the entire time. Really? it's It's a marvelous job. Kudos okay. to
5: him you know I know he got a lot of flack when he was appointed from from MLS media and you know still they're they're giving him flack but you know Neville he's a man manager and his tactics have improved and he's shown he's able to get the best out of maybe squads that aren't up to par and you know you have to give him kudos for that and you know with the way Intermami's playing now they look very good and then you know people have them you know going up the power rankings as well so uh, kudos to Neville for and Chris Henderson for just revamping the, the team and and bringing in fresh blood to to get the you know the the team really going now.
0: So you're convinced too that Messi's coming, right?
5: Um, yeah. I, on um, there are a bunch of uh, MLS sources that are saying it. I know the European media that for some inexplicable reason they refuse to even mention MLS or Inter Miami. I know Mike Ryan, Ruiz from the Dan Levitard show, has been on it uh, for the entire time. You know he's stuck with his reporting about, you know, Inter-Miami and, and PSG are the two teams, um, uh, you know, basically vying for Messi's uh, signature right now, and um, yeah, I think there is a plausibility. yeah, and, and it, there's no a coincidence that they left the number 10 open, they have a, an open DP spot, obviously Miami are interested, Phil Neville even said it in an interview uh, a couple of uh, days ago, Them, uh, Messi and Busquets, they, they are interested in the both of them, so yeah, it remains to be seen if they can get them, but, you know, it, it is an, uh, definitely plausible.
0: Well, see, the the reason why I think it's going to happen, and Alex, you know about this more than I do. I think it's really odd he doesn't have a contract already. Mm. It, yeah, uh, to me, it's, it, it's the strangest thing in the world that the best player in the world uh, coming off the World Cup that he just put together for Argentina and you would figure that there's eight clubs lined up to give him money, and they are. And even, even that Arab club was you know, the one that's uh, the rival to Cristiano Ronaldo's team. They offered him a boatload of money, and, he, and he's not going. To me, I think he's getting that Beckham uh, treatment. He's going to get an expansion team. He's probably some big-time sponsors are stepping up. And then, obviously, the Moss brothers are going to have to give him you know a nice a nice little salary but as you and i know the expansion teams are worth 500 million dollars so yeah you're, so yeah. you're going to hand them 500 million dollars and probably at a discount rate whether it's 0 or 20 50 million 100 million dollars you're going to you're not going to charge them a lot like you did with i think beckham paid 25 million for a club that was 125 in those days now expansions 500 million so you're basically giving him five hundred million. I think that's what's going to end up happening. He plays a couple of years, and then he moves up to an ownership group with one of those, you know, five six cities that are next up in, in getting expansion over the next few years.
5: I yeah, I 100 agree. Uh, even uh, Commissioner Don Garber even said as much that it's going to take a Beckham-like deal to bring him over. And the fact that they're even talking about Messi to MLS shows that they're they're they ha- they've been in conversations and. You know the league wants this to happen. They want a, a big, a big, big star to to kind of kick off this Apple TV deal to get more subscribers. And you know who's bigger than Lionel Messi right now? So yeah, the league no is obviously going to be on it for Miami. Um, I know a lot of the, the fans of other teams they want it to happen because it's only going to help and grow the league. And you know obviously on the, on the field standpoint, obviously Messi will help the team if they're looking to push for MLS Cup or, or Silver Silverware this season. Um, but yeah, Messi. it would, like you were mentioning earlier, and you know the Dan Marino's, the Dwayne Wade's, the Shaq's. So I think, yeah, Messi That's signing cool. it would blow them out
0: of the water. No, no disrespect, but it 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 would be not even close. It's not even close. Okay, it won't even be close. South Florida fans don't understand. You know the 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 ones that don't follow they will not understand the craziness that will take place if that guy comes here. And and by the way, mark my prediction, they will build uh, temporary stands in each of the corners of that stadium. Guaranteed, the Moss brothers will come up with a couple extra thousand seats. uh, And as, uh, you know, um, Michelle Kaufman on earth, they're not selling any season tickets for the second half of the season. Yeah, They're locked out. So, you know, they're not stupid. They're set. up. I told, I told my buddy a couple of weeks ago, I said, dude, you need to go buy. Cause he's got like lots of money. Yeah. He's not like, he's not like you and me that are working stiffs, but he's <laughs> got lots of money. And I said, brother, you waste money on all kinds of stuff. I'm you. I go buy 10 pairs of tickets for, uh, inter-Miami. He goes, why the hell would I do that? I go, because Messi's coming. And you're going to be able to sell the second half of the season for 10 times over because there are going to be people all over the world coming here to go see an inter-game. Because that's, you know how they do it in the NFL, right? That uh, uh, like teams that like, uh, teams that go to Vegas to go play the Raiders. Mm. You know, if you're the Giants fan or a Dolphins fan or a Packers fan, you'll make it a trip. You'll go to Vegas for a couple of days, watch your team. All like that's what's going to happen here in Miami.
3: People yeah, are going to want to
0: come from all over the country, all over the world to come see the greatest player on the planet. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I was, I was actually talking with Michelle the other day. I was I was wondering, you know, Drive Pink Stadium is so open. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the the security is there, but it's a very open property. I, I, I'm, you know, how are they going to, you know, like the players do this, you know, ritual will they'll walk from the training center to the stadium. I don't know how they're going to just kind of wrap around that. The amount of people that are going to flock to... To so Fort Lauderdale, or and even Mel Reese, uh, A quick aside here Mel Reese, um, that golf course it's going to be uh closed on the 19th of March, so uh, hopefully after that, they'll start construction on Miami Freedom Park. But you know, yeah, it's just gonna be mayhem, and yeah, just it'll I can't even wrap my head around it, but it, it'll and be. By the,
0: way, and by the way, he built this the Moss Brothers, not he, the Moss Brothers built that stadium in eight months, yeah. If Messi comes they will speed up Miami Freedom Park. I mean, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to put turbo on it and the good thing is, you know how it is, private construction compared to public construction can you know, happen really really quickly. If it goes for public, it takes forever, but they'll yeah. they'll be able to So you're convinced too that it's it's going to happen. I I, I this, it's going to be a lot of fun, man.
5: Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Great for the league though.
0: All right, give us a, a preview NYCFC. Uh, this week, they've played. You know, Miami played their two first games at home. NYCFC played their two first games on the road, and they didn't win. They tied one and lost one. So, uh, talk to us a little bit about what you know about NYCFC and what issues can they give Miami?
5: Yeah. So, for one, NYCFC they're they're still a good team. They've got a lot of good players. Talis Magno, um, Santi Rodriguez. They've just resigned him to a DP contract. Uh, Ex Miami player Matthias uh, Pellegrini is there playing as the number ten. So they still have a lot of lot of good attacking talent. Um, But you know, my worry is for Inter Miami is their field. NYCFC they play on the baseball field. It's small. The grass is a little not. Yeah, the grass is not as good. And you know, the the field dimensions are are not. uh, uh, It's not you know, it's not cool to play on. So that's my biggest worry is that Miami won't be able to adapt to that. And and NYCFC they're used to playing on that. So. It doesn't really matter for them, so I think that's the biggest concern. Miami adapting to that small field and and the sight lines and, and, the, and the grass, and that's the biggest concern. But as far as the play goes, NYCFC they haven't been playing well. They don't have a, a an out and out number nine to 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 focus on, so they've been playing uh, Talos Magno, a winger as the central central striker, and that hasn't been working out for them. And they they lost one and they they drew another game. So obviously they're going to come back home looking for a win, and Miami are going to you know, try to get their third straight win and then keep the clean sheet. And, you know, uh, NYCFC, they're not in a good spot right now. So Miami have a really good opportunity to get that. And and then their next game is on the road at Toronto. So I know they're going to be a, a, difficult ga- a difficult game as well. So NYCFC still dangerous. Their field will be difficult to play on, but, you know, Miami have been playing very well and, and Neville has them believing. So um, I'm hopeful that they'll be able to get some result up there.
0: Talk to me about the defense. We know Callender has played as exceptional, but uh the combination in front of him has actually also been pretty damn good.
5: Yep. Uh Sergey Kristoff, Christopher McVay, Franco Negri, DeAndre Yedlin. They're you know, those four are locked in and they've been playing you know phenomenally. It, it's it's night and day compared to last season. And I know uh when Damien Lowe was traded, the everyone was
0: Fouls are, are gone, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Fouls that we had to deal with for, for a couple of years Like it almost like they, they, You were almost selling me the bullshit Like well you know you got to play Physical and fouls are going to be a part of it And then I'm watching these guys and They're not committing a whole bunch of dumb Fouls yeah and yeah,
5: that's, that's what happens when you You get a Champions League experienced A, a center back who has that calmness And composure you know Sergei Christophe You know he's he's talked about his partnership With McVay and how you know they're they're both from Europe, so they understand that style and, and how to just calm everything down and and just keep that clean sheet. And they're 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 just you know great partners and they're they're calm passing out of the back. And and, and I was mentioning the Damian Lode trade, and um you know Damian Lowe was really beloved and he loved being here, but you know and he's a great defender and a great player, but um you know sometimes his play style maybe didn't fit with what Miami wanted to do this year, which is play out the back, be calm. You know, have that composure. Damien Lowe is a great defender and he fits what, what Philly is doing much more than what Inter Miami is doing. So, um, yeah, it was a necessary trade. And now you see with uh, Sergey coming in and even Schneider Borjolin. I mentioned Borjolin because in that Damien Lowe trade, uh, Miami received the homegrown rights to Borjolin. And, you know, it came full circle when Borjolin scored that that second goal against Montreal. And yeah, it's just Chris Anderson being smart and knowing his contacts around MLS. and and the cap room situation with Miami right now, and and by the way, next yeah, year by the, way, she- the
0: Argentine dudes from a couple of years ago were driving my ass crazy too. Back oh
5: there. yeah, Cronza or, or Pellegrini or Figal, I believe, and, and LGP. Oh. oh LGP and Figal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Those two driving my ass crazy, man. They yeah, would they put them, they would put the team at risk because they would pick up fouls early. And then that would take away from their aggressiveness. Or sometimes they would make the mistake and then pick up the red card. And then now you're down a man. And, oh, man, I I just it's just it's such a smarter, cleaner, more entertaining team. You know, it's just it's really I I mean, when I turned off that game on Saturday, I I just had a big old smile on my face because it was just fun to watch.
5: Yeah, it was fun. And Miami, they they haven't played fun soccer and in their history so it's a it's a welcome change for sure yeah
0: big time i haven't seen this kind of soccer since ray hudson and the fusion practically when you were a baby yeah literally uh, how old how old are you uh 24 (laughs) yeah yeah you were an infant actually while it was going on but that was entertaining that was the last time Right there. And mm-hmm. on Saturday, I, I just had a big old smile. I know Ray Hudson probably had a, a big old smile on his face being able to watch that. So it's good stuff. Alex, uh, what are you working on over at the Heron Outlet and Bleacher Report covering Inter-Miami?
5: Yeah, so we've got a big week coming up. Um, we have our, our Know Your Opponent uh, series go- coming out too uh, with uh, NYCFC journalist. So be on the lookout for that. Thursdays, we do our Inter-Miami News and Notes where we get you prepped for the, the weekend game. And, um, yeah, a couple of, uh, you know, things going on in the background that we'll we'll, we'll be uh, premiering this week, too. So uh, stay tuned.
0: There you go. Good stuff. Alex, as always, thank you for taking some time and uh, giving us some great insight. Really appreciate it, as always. Thanks for having me on, Orlando. It's always my pleasure. Alex Winley, great stuff. Follow her if you're an Inter-Miami fan. Great insight. She's always at the games, uh, breaking it down. She just does a really, really good job. And follow her on Twitter at A-A-W underscore 1998. Excellent follow. Alex Winley there. I like it. All right. Um, let's see. What else do we have going on? Uh, Edward Thurston Howe. thank you for the love on the super chat, my brother. Now, I am sorry because I won't really be able to answer your question intelligently. Uh, Big O, you just became the GM of the Dolphins. Who would you pick in the second round? Any Canes players you like? Okay, see, first of all, I, Edward, I don't know who I'm going to pick. Okay? All right? Yesterday I talked about players that I like, but my problem is we first have to go through free agency. I need to know what they do in free agency, and then I will have a better feel of what they're going to do in the draft and take a better guess. All right? Yeah, just to throw it out there for you, second-round guys that I like. Darnell Washington, the tight end from Georgia. Uh, Hendon Hooker, the quarterback from Tennessee. Siaki Ika, the Baylor nose tackle, defensive tackle. And I only put him there only because if Fangio's not necessarily a big fan of Raekwon or he's not convinced that Raekwon can be the guy or something, maybe he thinks he's got to bring in another young big body in the middle to bring in some competition, transition. I don't know. So I'm throwing it out there. Tucker Craft, who I love as a tight end, okay? Pass catcher and blocker. Uh, I don't think they're going to get a tight end in the in, in free agency. I really don't. So I think if they get a tight end, it'll be in the draft. That's my guess, all right? Uh, and DeWard Jones, the offensive tackle out of Ohio State. Since the Toronto Arms said stuff, and you have the right tackle – if you bring back Brandon Shell, you're all right, but you need a swing tackle. And Jones is a, a big human being. I saw him. Good player. Saw him at the uh senior bowl. So uh Duard Jones would be one of those guys that I would look at in the second round. So there you go. I'm not really looking at a cane uh at that mo at this moment, but let's wait till the the uh the trade the The free agency period uh, starts and ends where they, you know, where they look like they're done. And then we we move on to the draft and then I'll get a better feel for what they're going to do in the draft. Okay, but right now it's kind of hard, man. It's kind of hard because we, we need free agency first. That really dictates what the hell is going on. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Big O, we need to go hang out with them and show them how to score. There you go. I'm with you. Baseball games should be closer to two, two and a half hours this year with all the rule changes to speed it up. I hope so. Ray says, local media never talks about Inter-Miami, not even 560, who is a flagship of Inter-Miami. And if they ever did, they talk about them for five seconds. Well, they don't know anything. Well, Solana would be the only guy. I think that Joe doesn't really know any soccer. Uh, Hollywood doesn't know any soccer. Zach's not with them, right? Zach's doing digital. Um, <laughs> yeah, nothing against Hawk, but he doesn't even know sports. Um, what's it called? Uh, Channing doesn't know anything. Yeah. Um, donald fills in donald would know donald follows it who else um the midday guys i don't know if tobin really i don't think tobin follows soccer i can't say i you know listen to their show religiously but i do run into their show at times they're good dudes um uh, leroy i know doesn't know anything about soccer so, yeah, they don't really they don't really have people on the air that know anything about soccer anyways. So why would they, you know, although I, I know that they bring on a, a, an interplayer every once in a while. And I guess because they have to do that. So that's probably forced on them. But they do do it in the morning. I know I've heard it because I've been in the car when Joe is interviewing somebody from the soccer team, you know, player. But, yeah, they, they don't. Why are you going to talk about something that you know nothing about? You know what I mean? So they don't follow it. They don't listen to it. They don't watch it. So that's probably what it is. But, um, yeah. But they will now. As they start winning, if this team is a good team and then they add Messi, everybody's going to be talking about it. Everybody. Because Messi will bring the kind of attention – worldwide to this team that no MLS team has ever had. We go back to where? Back to where? Back to where? Back to where? Where do we go? The NASL, the New York Cosmos, and Pelé. That's the last time that we're going to compare what is about to happen here with Messi and Miami. You have to go back to the Cosmos and Pelé and playing in Giant Stadium with 75,000 people in that stadium. Yeah, an NASL game brought in 70,000 people, okay? I think one of those games was the Strikers and the Cosmos played in like 70,000. That's the last time a soccer team has had that kind of attention because Messi is the modern-day Pelé. That's all. Simple. And when he got here, soccer mattered for a short time. And people wanted to go see the greatest player on the planet. Some, some will tell you the greatest player ever, and some will say it's Maradona, and some will say it's Messi. So we're about to get the greatest player of all time, arguably, maybe the greatest player on the planet now. The tension that we're about to get is going to be sick. And again, if you got money, I'm not a financial advisor. Okay. But I would buy a pair of tickets for the hell of it for Inter Miami. Because if he comes, you're going to want to go. But even if you don't want to go, you're going to get your money back five times over. Because you're going to be able to sell the hell out of those tickets in the in the secondary market. That's uh that's what I call good business. Uh, sense. Cigar Social Club Big RIP R- R- to a true rock legend, Gary Rosington of Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday. Uh Gary passing away. Shame, brother. Our, the last of uh of the Leonard Skinner family, unfortunately, from the original band. Local media would rather talk more about the Marlins and Inter, which is asinine. and I. I know. I know. Because they know a little bit about baseball. They know nothing about soccer. Uh, do you think they will go after Orlando Brown? Big O? No, I don't. I don't think so. And Orlando Brown wants to be a left tackle, so that would be a problem already. Unless they say, "Hey, play right for a couple years," when Tehran retires, we move you over. And I don't know if he'll go for something like that. I don't think so, my man. I think they're going to go after defense in this in this free agency. I think they're going to go after Poyer and Wagner. That's what I'm. Maybe I'm more hoping than anything else. <laughs> uh, did you mention Dave Hyde from the Sunset on his tweet? No. Why? What did, he, what did Dave Hyde put out? I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, let me see. Let me check it out. Let me see what we got here from Dave Hyde and his tweet. I don't know what you guys are talking. Is this some kind of to a thing uh let's see daryl Gwyn's rare and times tragic um he get praised in general dolphins get questioned in general tell me why is that well uh, he win championships um do, 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 do. Some guy, Simon, says, nonsense. Hyde has been negative about most things, Dolphins, for several years. Now, it's just not his to a bias. And, and then Hyde says, thank you. I prefer the term applied critical thinking rather than negative. When you say for several years, does it include the 21 since a playoff win, bully gate, tanking, not tanking, tampering, etc. new regimes get new chances, but not all the regimes are new. Again, thank you. I don't. I don't know. I don't see any anything wrong with his tweets. I I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Uh, it'd be a franchise malpractice if the Dolphins. Oh, here we go. Didn't look into Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers considering questions around Tua. Wasn't that always understood in my column? Okay, but that was three days ago. Yeah. All right, so. It's ridiculous, but whatever, bro, you know. Uh, Missouri passes a bill to protect Bitcoin and crypto mining rights. It's coming, it's coming. All right, I like it. All right, what else do we have? (laughs) <laughs> it's got something from my wife all right very right, cool uh so damn excited for this season says joey vasquez we have a coach gm and a dc that understand what we need and i have faith they'll plug the hose i'm with you joey i'm i'm super pumped about this season the only thing i know says chad Arsenal's on top of the table you know it baby What a late game winner on Saturday by Reese Nelson. Come on, you gunners. It's nice, man. We haven't had anything like this with Arsenal in a long time. Man, we haven't been good since the early 2000s. Okay. True FinFan says, I'm not a soccer guy at all, but I'm a Miami supporter. So if the soccer team is good, I'll support them. Ray says, you're right. Leroy is the last person that knows anything about soccer. He called it stupid. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not anything for Leroy, but it's just, I would figure that, you know, most people are not soccer people. That's all. So, yeah. Um, Travis says Poyer comes with his Instagram model wife, Rachel Bush. Pay extra. She's, she's a smoke show. Definitely a smoke show. Dave Hyde would search for any other QB that is not named Tua, even if it's more injury prone than Tua. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, what are you going to do, man? People are quick to get off bandwagons. When sports and business collide we love doing something called the ksdt sports business report All right, all right, all right. You want to know what's wrong with baseball? Let me tell you a little bit about the Mets. And it's not the Mets' fault. It's not Steve Cohen's fault. It wasn't George Steinbrenner's fault. It's not the Red Sox' fault. It's not the Astros' fault. It's not the Cubs' fault. It's just the way baseball is. The Mets, they have a ballpark. That brings in some major profits. City Field finances were revealed in documents seen by Forbes, providing a rare look into major cost and revenue drivers for an MLB team. Documents show that the Queen's Ballpark Company, a subsidiary wholly owned by the Mets, which operates City Field, earned a record $244 million in 2022. Just the park. Of that sum, more than half, 133 million came from ticket sales. Luxury suites and premiums added an additional 10.3 million. Advertising and concessions were second and third biggest revenue drivers, respectively, 48.5 million in advertising and 22.3 million in concessions. Parking produced 12.4 million. The team hosted only three postseason games, but those brought in $7.7 million. Operating expenses reached $114.7 million, meaning Citi Field generated a profit of $129.6 million. That's just the stadium. That's more than what the Marlins spend on their payroll by miles, okay? These do not include other revenue sources like naming media rights. Team also earns over 80 million from its local cable network, SNY, and more than 60 million from national broadcasting deals distributed evenly per team. And the Mets will spend nearly $500 million on players' salaries and luxury tax payments this year. Team owner Steve Cohen said that the team lost money in 2022 but declined to say how much. So you think the Marlins can do that? You think Tampa Bay can do that? You think Pittsburgh can do that? You think Kansas City can do that? You want to know why baseball is in trouble? You want to know why baseball declines every year? Because there's only a couple of cities where they actually give a shit about it because there's only a couple of cities that can actually compete for a title. Unless by some miracle, the Marlins catch lightning in a bottle in 2003 or the Kansas City Royals from, I forgot what year it was, 2016, 15, 17. I don't know how long ago it was when they won. Hosmer, oh, excuse me, Hosmer and all those guys, right? So, what are you going to do? And this is why baseball cannot compete, because the TV ad, the TV revenue is different from one local market to another. The stadiums, well, the ones that have a lot of attendance, like Boston, like the Mets, like the Yankees, like the Cubs, like the Astros. They're going to be able to generate revenues that Miami will never be able to generate because they never have that kind of attendance. This is why baseball is in trouble. That is your KSDT CPA Sports Business Report.
2: This has been the KSDT Sports Business Report. CPA is one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDT is recognized by Forbes as one of the top tax and accounting firms for 2022. CPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit online at KSDTCPA.com or call 305-670-3370.
0: Folks, don't forget to smash the hell out of the like button while you're watching. Very, very important to get that algorithm going. And, of course, uh, subscribe to the program. Really appreciate it if you can subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know uh, when we're going on. Uh, Big O, it's just like European soccer. Only a few clubs for each league can compete for a league, uh, i.e. France, Germany, and Portugal. Yeah, but they have relegation and promotion there, too which uh, keeps you keeps you on your toes. You know what I mean? The Marlins would have been regulated a long, long time ago. So the Mavs lost on Sunday. Uh, tonight they play the Jazz. And uh, Fat Boy against the Suns went 8 of 23, 1 of 9 from 3-point range for 34 points, an inefficient 34 points. Four assists, five turnovers. Kyrie Irving, 10 of 19, a good percentage. Three of eight from three-point line, 30 points, seven assists, three turnovers. The Mavs are now an impressive two and six with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic in the lineup together. Two and six. I mean the jazz have traded everybody away you're going to lose this game too? 2 and 6. You think Mark Cuban is enjoying his returns on this investment? I I think Mark Cuban's getting more return on Alethia artificial intelligence token. Remember the one I told you about last August? Mark Cuban is one of the owners. It was under a penny and it went all the way to nine cents. And a lot of us, nine times their money or more, or slightly less if you got in just a little late. Those of you enjoyed it, right? And Mark Cuban has enjoyed the returns. And even in the dip, it has stayed between five and six cents, way higher than when it was under a penny back in August. Those are returns he's enjoying in the crypto world. The investment he made on Kyrie Irving, which common sense will tell you, when those two got together, you're like, well, wait a minute. Who's going to play defense? Like that team can't play defense. They can't stop anybody. You you think you're just going to outscore people? Two and six in the last eight games. Or in the only eight games that Luca and Kyrie have played together. Boy, that is really working out, huh? Two and six with those guys. That's embarrassing, man. That's embarrassing. Uh, Edwards says people go to baseball games to see home runs being hit. The Marlins need to go out and get a couple of sluggers. You are right, brother. That. <laughs> I think I told you about this the other day, right? Some guy reached out to me like in the first or second game of the spring or whatever, and they they must have scored some runs or something. And some guy goes to me, hey, the Marlins got something going on this year. And I tweeted back to him. I said, hey, check back with me in July when you realize that they don't have enough offense. Because I just looked at their lineup and I could see there's not enough offense unless uh, some of these unknowns or something all of a sudden start having career years. And if, you know, you want to tell me that 2003 is coming back again, then I can believe you that that's the case. Okay, fine. If that's how it's going to happen, but from what I see and what's proven, yeah, I like the kid you got from Minnesota. Sure. I like jazz. Sure. You still don't have enough offense. And sure enough, you're 1-8 in the first nine games. Your run differential is 40 runs already in nine games. Think about that. Th- your run differential is 40 runs in nine games. That means you're being outscored by an average of at least four runs a game. More actually averages out more, but wow, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, breaking news in China government has reported Dolphins going hard after Lamar Jackson once he's tagged, and Brady is fallback plan. There we go. That's it. The Marlins would be like in 10th division if there was a relegation. Yeah they would they would be in in uh in in uh lower a ball <laughs> that's where you got to send the marlins down to not triple a not double a not single a like lower a ball okay not even the you know like like instructional league Uh, I say, give it about two years before Kyrie demands a trade out of Dallas. T- two years,
4: two weeks. <laughs> what do you got, Sean? Hey, you need to get on your with your boy, your boy Lee Sterling. Take some with am- I- Huh? He just tweeted out, "I don't trust the Miami Dolphins. Their GM Chris Greer, who's a mouthpiece for their owner Stephen Ross." when they put out a statement that two will be the QB next year, I bet they are trading for Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rogers.
0: Well, well, I'll bet him anything on that one. That That's what I'm saying. Go, go get that money. Go get that money. Yeah, I'll take a, uh, where's he at?
4: Uh, let me see. Let me see. 15 minutes ago. Okay. Let
0: me see. All right. See where he's at. Okay. I'm going to put it there. I'll take that bet that neither one ends up. Here. Name the price. There we go. All right, let's see if he bites. I'll take that money. I'll take that cash, bro. I'll take that cash. Help me get to uh, one Bitcoin. I, 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 that'll help me get faster to one Bitcoin and we're still low. So it's time Uh bigger. What do you think about crow? Do you think it may go up to uh seven cents as my average is 35. Um, I see my problem with crow. I, I had crow and I was, I'm a, I was, I was a big crow believer. But after all the fud with all the stable coins, I I got out of it, okay. Um, and I I sold off all my all my crow coins. So I am not the one to ask. I am concerned about you know all the stable coins. I'm not exactly sure that it's going to make its way back. Uh, maybe in another year or two, I can. Once mass adoption takes over, then I can feel a little better about it. But I personally got out and sold all my crow. Dumped it all. And I had a lot. A lot. So, yeah. And I took a hit. I definitely took a little bit of a hit. For sure. So. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh do, do, do. do, do, do. Why is it every time a player is released or rumored to be traded is coming to the Dolphins? Well, that's because that's what Dolphin fans do. They they do that stupid shit. You know what I meant? Uh, I bet Lee Sterling was one of those people who also thought Teddy Bridgewater would be the starter by week three. I don't know if he did that, but I'll, I'll take that bet any day of the week and twice on Sundays. Anybody that wants to bet me that Lamar or Brady are coming here, I'll bet you that neither one is coming here. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, I will will take that bet. I guarantee you it's not going to happen. But, you know, what the hell do I know? I only break more dolphin stories than everybody else in this town. Or in the nation, actually, to be quite honest. That's all I can tell you. You too is going to be having a new album I I read that and apparently the edge uh says it's going to be kind of uh an edgier album actually which is really cool I like that Edge was asked because they've got a uh an album coming out now songs of surrender which will be a collection of re-recorded old material in a softer setting So it'll be a different way. But he told The Telegraph that in its follow-up, I've been working on new stuff in parallel that's much more vital and requires a YouTube band sound to fulfill it. I'm not sure you two are going to turn into ACDC exactly. I'll still be trying to find ways to use the instrument that are new and unfamiliar, but I'm absolutely convinced that the guitar is going to be front and center with mainstream music culture in a year or two and I want to be a part of that revival. It's funny how they force foresee shit like that, you know, because you think about it when they did pop, right, they were adjusting to new music that was being out there. And so they kind of wanted to do it in in their own way. You know what I mean? Well, uh, it's uh it's pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to it. And I can't wait to go to Vegas to see them in the sphere. That's gonna be freaking awesome. Also, uh, in music history on this day, let's give you a couple things that mattered on March 7th here in music history. Uh, First of all, in 2006, actor Jarrett Leto, his band 30 Seconds to Mars, began their first headlining club tour in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on this date in 06. In 1987, the Beastie Boys became the first rap act to have a number one album with their debut effort License to Ill. In 2000, men's fashion magazine GQ named Oasis singer Liam Gallagher the best-dressed man. In 2010, Brett Michaels found himself explaining his new song, Nothing to Lose, which featured then a 17-year-old Miley Cyrus singing about slowly getting undressed, he said that the lyric is not a reference to her and that the song isn't even a duet. In 75 on this date, David Bowie's ninth studio album, Young Americans, great song, saw its UK release. The album featured the hit song, Fame, that would become Bowie's first number one single, in America. And that is what happened today in music history. Okay. Oh, have you ever been on the Dolphins Cruise? Uh, No, I have never been on the Dolphins Cruise. That should be a good uh, event for, for Dolphin fans. Uh, Breaking news, Russia is now declaring war on the Big O show, and Putin is threatening to launch every last one of his nukes. More for you at the 7 o'clock hour. There we go, Matthew. In the 7 o'clock hour, you're going to have Big O telling uh, the world that Putin is a pussy. Now the question is, will Lee Sterling stay true to the bet if he's saying this to get the rise out of people? Oh, he's not going to take my bet. They never take my bet. Uh, Alf is in the people hanging the fifth-year option over the heads of the Dolphins on March 7th are being the most dishonest of all. Most, if not all, fifth-year options are picked up at the deadline, May 1st. Yep, he is right. I think they're going to pick up the fifth-year option because I think it's the cheapest way to protect yourself um, because if he does ball and he stays healthy and has a great year, you're going to be forced to give him the fat-ass contract. This way you can delay that fat-ass contract one extra year. So if I'm the Dolphins, I am going to give him the tag. So I will give him the fifth-year option. To me, it's not a big deal. It's all of you, not all of you, but some of you out there that just falling for the FUD. And deep down inside, you're not really to a guy. So that's why you're so quick to get off the bandwagon and talking about it. Notice that a lot of the people that are doing it are usually the two of haters, the two of disbelievers. And remember, like I told you already, a lot of them were proven wrong that the kid could play. So now that they were proven wrong because they said he was too short, his arm wasn't strong enough, he can't run a high-powered offense, he can't throw the deep ball, he plays too much golf, You guys know all the things. And now they're wrong. So they've got to then lean on the injuries or try to create some FUD themselves about a trade that will never happen. And, you know, one thing that Lee gets wrong there, like a lot of people, it's not a Lee Sterling thing. A lot of people get this wrong. Chris Greer is his own man. So is Reggie McKenzie and Marvin Allen. Those guys want to. but they have no control. Like he said that Chris Greer is a mouthpiece for the owner. He actually is not. The owner does whatever the hell he wants. He'll go in the middle of the night to go after Harbaugh, and he'll go chase Tom Brady. It wasn't Chris Greer that was chasing Tom Brady. It was Bruce Beale and the owner. It wasn't Chris Greer that wanted Deshaun Watson. It was Brian Flores that was bothering the owner about it. And then to the point that the owner was like, well, go ahead and find out, whatever. Because the owner is also, you know, wishy-washy. None of it had to do with Chris Greer. Those guys drafted Tua, and they're dead set for now on going with Tua. They have not backed away from the whole Tua thing. But the only people that are backing away constantly are the same people that have been critical and wrong from the get-go. So they're dying now for the injury thing to come through because this way they will be justified. And that's all this is, dude. That's all it is. Uh, Let's see. If they want to pounce, they got plenty to move to topple Binance. Um, Big O, what do you think about trying to get Derrick Henry on free agency? I think they're trying to trade him, right? Doesn't he have a year left? Isn't it a trade thing? I'm not trading for him at all. And right now, I don't think that that's exactly what you need because that's a lot of money. Um, I think what you need to do is fix the offensive line and get that tight end, and you can bring back the same backs, you know, and you can add somebody for lesser money. Kareem Hunt, by the way, will cost you a lot less money because he hasn't, he can't really demand, you know, the money he could have gotten a few years back when he was a featured back. Derek Henry on the verge of retirement. You know, I've heard stuff like that. I haven't seen any reports yet is 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 that something new that's coming out now? Or or is that just you guys screwing around with uh with the whole cuz I've heard people mention that but I I haven't necessarily s- seen where it says Derrick Henry is weighing retirement. I've seen where Derrick Henry is being shopped around. That I've seen but not Derrick Henry retirement talk. Let me see. Yeah, it appears to be on the trading block. That's all I see here. Yeah, being shopped, being shopped. Yeah, I don't see any, uh, I've heard people mention you know retirement, but there's no reports of him retiring. It's more about him being on the trading block. Yeah. Yep, over the past few weeks the Titans have cut ties with several players. They mentioned all of them. Uh and then they're planning on removing uh, uh moving uh or releasing Bud Dupree, right? As for Henry, the Titans would pick up his 6.26 million dollar cap space if they're if if they're able to trade him under the current terms of the contract Henry is scheduled to make 10.5 million in base salary in 2023 which is the final year of his deal uh so you so he does have one year left so you have to trade for him so you have to give up picks and he's and you're going to have to give up a new contract because you're not giving up picks and only playing him for one year and then letting him go so he's going to want a new deal you're going to have to pay a lot of money dude yeah, I'm. I'm not doing that. He's got a lot of mileage, and the 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 average went down this past year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would. Uh, I would probably stay away from that. I'd rather go get Poyer and and Bobby Wagner than Derrick Henry. I'd rather sign Jeff Wilson and Mostert because I thought they did a really good job. Uh, I was so impressed with Mostert and the physical style. That he showed because uh, you know, you know him as a finesse guy, speed guy, all that. There are moments where I saw him run like hard, dude, and break tackles. Uh I'm super impressed with Mostert this year, uh, uh a better back than what I thought he was. You know, I always looked at him like a solid back, and and I like Jeff Wilson, you know. So Josh says Poyer is looking to steal money, lol. Only a moron at GM would give up more than a third-round pick for him. Henry is about to fall over the cliff, be lucky to average 3.6 yards per carry going forward. I just, uh, right now, I don't think that's the move you make. You know? I just don't see that That's the that's the move you make. That's just me. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have going on in the world of sports? By the way, Cutter's Edge Pro, we love talking about Will and Mike. 954-472-0622, cuttersedgepro.com. Go check out the Instagram page. You can see a lot of the before and after uh, picks. If you see one house that has a a beautiful Sylvester in the front and you see a a little uh, putting green on the side of the house, that's my house there, man. And it is awesome. I'm telling you, artificial turf has changed my life. 954-472-0622. Our dogs love the artificial turf. It is a blessing, the artificial turf. I'm not watering the lawn all the time. I am not cutting the grass all the time. So I am saving money all the time. Go to CuttersEdgePro.com. Call Will or Mike, 954-472-0622. 2-2, man. They know how to get it done. Cutter's Edge Pro. Good people out there, man. Will and Mike. Uh, What else do we have? Lamar Jackson expected to get tagged as a franchise player. Negotiations have broken down between the player and the team. Jackson, in fact, I saw a report this morning, is not even engaging anymore in talks. In other words, not a fully guaranteed deal. We're not talking. I'm out of here. This will end up in a holdout. I've been telling you this for a while. This will be a holdout. It's going to get ugly, and we're going to find out if anybody is truly interested in paying Lamar Jackson and trading for him. You know? that's uh, that, that, to me, is going to be the interesting part of it. If somebody is willing to actually pay him a fully guaranteed deal and a trade. I just don't believe that. I don't believe he'll get more, the same or more guarantees than Deshaun Watson did. There's not one part of me that's believing that crap. Uh, let's see. Adrian Peterson was the exception to the rule. Most running backs' careers are over after the workload. Guys like Henry have had time for a new running back once they hit 27 years old, unless they don't have the mileage. Well, he's got a lot of mileage. I agree. I think that the running backs we have now are suitable for this offense. We just need to run the ball, fix the O-line. When I see Derrick Henry at this point of his career, it makes me think of Earl Campbell at the end when he was traded to the Saints. Not much left in the tank. Yeah, you know, It's, you, you got to give him that next contract. They're not, see, they might think he has something left for this year, but it's the year after and the year after that, and you got to give him, remember how, okay, I love Jimmy Butler. Okay, I love what he's done for the Heat. It's been fun to watch. I would have never given him the extension. That's what that's what I'm talking about. I think that extension becomes worse and worse every year. You gave him originally a four year contract. That's what I would have played out this last year, and I would have said, Jimmy, it's been great. Thank you. And I would have kept the team fluid without him and Lowry. And you would have had a lot of money left over that you can get a star if there's one that's disgruntled and wants to leave but you've put yourself in a position, that's a tough one. And I think whoever signs Derrick Henry puts himself in a really tough position, you know, ahead of time, because Derrick Henry, that deal will not be a good deal. Lamar is not accurate. We have a lack of draft picks, not too much cap space available and um yeah that's not the point we're not talking about trading for his ass what are your opinions on automatic balls and strikes if you're not ready by the pitcher yeah i have no problem with that i get it uh the problem listen man um i i don't i don't have a problem with the speed of baseball but younger people do so you've got to make it you know less attention span It's just the way the world is. People don't have the attention span. It's not their fault. And you've got to do something. So if you're going to get kids to watch or younger people, you can't have a a three-and-a-half-hour, four-hour game in baseball. You've got to make it faster. It's funny how people talk about soccer, and you see young people gravitate to soccer. Do you know why? It's done in two hours. It's two 45-minute halves. What do they have, five, six, seven minutes extra? So 90 minutes, okay? Then you've got your 15 minutes at halftime, all right? So now you've got an hour and 45 minutes, and let's say another 15 minutes of extra time for the two halves. Two hours. You're in, you're out. As as boring as some say, football is actually, I mean, soccer is actually played at a really fast pace. Uh, Redrecover.com. We love talking about redrecover.com, man. Listen, Ed has come up with a product that is absolutely amazing. Red Light Therapy has been helping people out all for for a while now and been helping me out, by the way. And I've been talking about Red Light Therapy for a while. Why? Because Red Light Therapy makes a huge difference in your life. Uh, Listen, whether you have an old shoulder injury, knee injury, you name it, uh, we've got the wrap for it, okay? Go to redrecover.com, get 30% off. There's only another week or two left on this for the human wraps. The doggy wraps, well, they're going over to uh, chewy.com actually. So dogs, you know, some of our owners have bought the wraps for dogs because it's all natural. And there's a lot of dogs that have hip issues as they get older. We have the wraps for the bigger dogs and the smaller dogs, so you can put that that wrap on once a day, right? Fifteen minutes, and your dog is going to love you. Okay, that red light therapy will make it easier for them. It'll it'll make them it'll make it easier for them to walk around. One of our listeners has a Yorkie that broke both their back legs, and they have steel rods uh, in in each leg, and he's been having trouble walking around. And it's you know obviously. Well, he got, he got the red light therapy, got the wraps. Now he puts it on every day, and guess what? The dog is moving around a lot better now, less discomfort, and that's what you want. I mean, you love your dog. You don't want them to suffer at all, right? I mean, that's something that would break your heart, would break my heart if any of our dogs are suffering. The, 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 what you want to do with your dogs constantly is provide all kinds of love and attention, right? I mean, that, that's all they do for you. You want to provide the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So go to redrecover.com, get them for the kids, get them for yourself, get them for the dogs. Ladies, we've got the wraps for your face so you can, uh, you know, go after the crow's feet. Uh, the hats are about to get approved by the FDA uh, because they, they they the lights work and everything. They're approved by the FDA, but the problem is they got a new hat and because you change the hat, You got to get it approved through the FDA. And it's about to get approved. So if you're looking for the hat to grow your hair back, that's if you are recently losing your hair It's something new, uh, then go to redrecover.com and go to the email part to contact us and send them a a note that you're interested in the hat. Because I don't think they have the hat yet on the website. But it's 30% off now. Take advantage. Go to redrecover.com. Tell them that Big O sent you. They'll take care of you, man. Great people at redrecover.com. In my unprofessional opinion, they should have yellow cards for constant flopping and automatic red cards for flopping in the penalty box, willing to incorporate a a warning before issuing the card. Actually, they do have cards for fake flopping. If they think that you fake flopped, they will give you a card. They do have that. That is uh, possible. I'm proud to say my dog does a full stop at red lights now with red recover. There you go. Big O. What about if I go on the dolphin cruise and interview players there, brother? Would that be, I think that would be fun. I think you should go and do that. Will they allow you out of China is the question. You know, I don't know. Do they allow you in there? or Are you locked in that jail? That's the question. And if you're allowed to get out, why would you go back? Don't go back. What's wrong with you? What else do we have going on? I see there's a report that Disney may go after Adam, Adam, uh, silver from the NBA, the commissioner, because they, Bob, I, uh, I I Igor, Eisner, whatever what's uh, the guy is stepping down so they're looking for a replacement and apparently they've approached him before but they think that Adam Silver may be part of it now that they may go after him to, to bring him over to Disney there you go, he can fight Ron DeSantis by the way, I've told you before that I, I probably would You know vote desantis because he's handled the financial stuff well in this state because he has but man all the other stuff can't bro can't so i gotta vote for whatever turd they give us on the other side whether it's bum ass biden or somebody else that guy's too you can't be that vindictive and that uh revengeful as a leader bro and that dude's twisted, twisted, not a fan, not a fan. What he's done lately, too, and he also said he would he would sign a six-week a six ban for uh, a six-week uh, abortion ban, and that, to me, is, you know, I, I think women need to have their rights. They need to control their bodies. The 15 weeks was fine. I'm not into 24 and 30 weeks or whatever, all the other. But fifteen weeks is more than fine. Too 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 strict. Too conservative. Uh, the world is not conservative. The world is getting more liberal. Conservatives are the minorities. You know, and these people want to shove that stuff down your throat. So um, even if he does better in finances than Biden, which he probably would, um, some of the other stuff he just, yeah at uh at desantis bro too much too much crap bro you know what he's done to the black community he hates gays holy crap i've never seen anybody hate the gay people more than desantis holy crap yeah can't have that in can't have that in the in leading the country can't so sorry towards the end here but uh because i did mention that you know, if I'm stuck in a corner, I may have to vote for DeSantis now, yeah, nah, nah, too much, too much, too much, too much, yeah, I know trans, whatever, gay, LGBTQ, whatever, he's against everything that's not straight, you know, whatever, you know, it's just ridiculous, i have like, People come in all shapes and sizes, colors, nationalities, sexuality, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's it's just bad, dude. And then what he's done to the black community too, you know. Nah, um, I can't, can't, can't vote for that guy. Like uh, the the worst part for Republicans is that they're going to end up going the Trump route, right? Or DeSantis, and they will probably lose again, because people aren't going to go for that kind of leadership. That kind of leadership is not going to win. The MAGA type leadership is not going to win. That's kind of been proven over and over and over again. The com- the country's not going for that. So less and less people are voting for that. Not more and more, less and less. That's the beauty of what the Trump thing has done. You know what I mean? Like my voter's registration card still says Republican on it. Okay. And that guy alone has destroyed the, the entire the entire side of, of the Republican Party. And if those fools allow him to get there again, he's going to lose again. He has no chance at winning. Zero. So it's weird, you know. So old ass Biden is going to win at 97 years old again. Yeah, that terrible president is going to end up winning again because you have the other two guys that act like complete idiots, man. Yeah, I know. Banning African-American studies is is just ridiculous, yeah, Stephen. It's just everything he's done with the with the black community and the African-American studies, when he's done everything that he does against the gay community, as it is. And the fact that he's also going to go with the abortions where he's going. He, he already said that if a six week one comes across his table, he's signing it. So he's going to go as far as the other idiots that Trump put in place to overturn Roe v. Wade. And we can't allow Roe v. Wade to get overturned. That's ridiculous. We're not in the 1950s. But that's the problem when you allow the minorities to get in control and not do what the majority wants. See what I'm saying? Because none of those conservative idiots have the balls to put it up for vote because they know most of the country would vote to have abortion legal. You know? So, like I told you already, I've told you many times over. Everybody's a hypocrite here. Democrats tell you, "Oh, we got to control guns," but they'll allow uh, uh, they'll allow people in Seattle to take over an entire uh, an entire uh, couple of blocks and 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 destroy a police department and and come up with some zone for themselves and all that. They'll allow people to steal up to $950, scaring away businesses all over the place in California that they're leaving out of there because they they have no recourse. You can steal and have no no uh no penalties whatsoever in California, but they want gun control. And then you have conservative idiots that tell you, hey, don't tell me to wear a mask, but I'll tell you you can't have an abortion. Like, what the hell, dude? The the CPAC morons, right? You know these are the ones that say, "Oh, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, COVID's not real and all that." All that. T-. You know all those CPAC idiots. When they got there, they had to sign a waiver that if they catch COVID, you can't sue them. But wait a minute, I thought it's not real. They're all hypocrites. They're all hypocrites. Democrats, Republicans, they're all hypocrites. This moron that's in place now, he takes over and he shuts and he shuts down the gas line. The, the, and, and it's like, oh, he's forcing this green shit, which then raises gas prices, which the middle class, it kills us, us middle class people, and the people that have one, two, three, four kids, it's a lot more expensive for them to take their kids to school, to go buy milk, to go buy this, go buy that, and you've killed the middle class. You've set them back, Biden. It doesn't matter who it is. They're all idiots. Democrats, Republicans, they're all idiots. And they don't give us any options whatsoever. Every candidate they throw out there has got so many warts, it's not even funny. They can't find one. There's not one Democrat that I would really want to vote for, and there's not one Republican that I really want to vote for. Not one of them, dude. None. It's pathetic. It's embarrassing that we have no leaders to actually vote for. We have people that all they care about is their their private interests and their biases. That's all we ever put in office. That's it. It's the worst, man. We are so freaking lost. It's not even funny. I have to settle for the lesser of two evils every year, what I think. And it's like, what do I do now in 24? There's nothing, bro. Nothing coming up. It's ridiculous. Fun stat, stat, we have 168 million registered voters and about 160 million showed up to vote. Glad everyone showed up. So silly. Nothing going on here. Yep. Warts are more like warped. Yeah, they're all warped. I always say don't vote. I won't make a line to vote for any of these clowns. Actually, Alf, I never make a line because I always go uh, uh, early voting. And every time I go, Alf, I go to that library that's off of uh, Kendall Drive and 153rd. And, dude, there's nobody ever there. I I always go, like, early. I never go on, on, on the Tuesday. You know, only morons will tell you. You know, moron candidates will tell you, hey, go on voting day. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Make a line. Deal with all the idiots telling you, vote here, vote there. I go. It's nice and quiet. I pop in, pop out. I'm out within 10, 15 minutes, man. So I, I never make a line, but I do have to vote, Alf. That's where I disagree with you. I do have to, I have to make my voice heard one way or another. You know what I'm saying? So I have to, even if it's a shitty person I'm voting for, which usually I'm voting for a shitty person. So yeah. New York Post suggesting Derrick Henry to the Finns. Yeah, I know. And that and all and that that really makes, you know, all the sense in the world. They're way under the cap. They need a they need a uh, they don't have picks, so they're going to go trade for Henry, who then wants a new contract. They've got to pay Sealer. They've got to pay Wilkins. They need to go add either a safety or a linebacker or a tackle in free agency that they've got to also pay. But they're also going to pay for Derrick Henry. That's why the idiots at the New York Post don't know what the hell they're doing and they couldn't find their assholes with a funnel because they actually don't know what's really going on with the team and how it doesn't make any sense fiscally to actually do that. But hey, you know, let them do it. So there you go. Uh, Alex, let's use that train of thought it's okay for parents to let their kids hang out in the meth homes or attend Klan rallies. There you go. Local elections are more important than national. Yeah. Uh, big old, uh, I said over and over, elect clowns, expect circuses. Well, that's all we get every four years. It's just clowns. Okay. We have one that trips all over himself and then we had another one that looks like a baboon. You know, I've never seen anybody that paints their face orange. It's the weirdest thing. I want the president of El Salvador to be my president. He did a great job over there, bro. He cleaned out all those scumbags. He eliminated all those gangs and criminals. And he opened up opportunities for everybody in El Salvador now to actually have a real life and a safe life. They actually have tourism now which you would you would never go to El Salvador if your life t- not even Mike no go zones would go to that zone back in the day okay now mike that ain't no that ain't a no go zone anymore That's a bitcoin bitcoin zone now there he's done a great job now but you know who I would want as president and I'm not shitting you bro okay give me vladimir over in uh in ukraine that's my president right there that I want that guy as my pre- that's better than anything we've voted for in the last years and years and years and years all right give me Vladimir over in uh in Ukraine uh Brazil got robbed but yes naib getting it done right yeah I mean doing it better than others at least yeah the the stuff that's going on in Brazil, and Peru uh is some dirty shit. You know? That's some dirty shit that's going on over there in those places. They are, yeah. Yeah. And I think uh I think Colombia, right, is uh having some issues also, right? I think. EJ Barrow says exactly. we've reached a level of corruption in politics that only allows voting on non issues. Every congressman has to first consult with his backers before voters. Get uh once get once they're seated. Exactly. Uh, look this whole uh with this idiot, um uh the guy that lies a lot. Uh Santos, eventually we're gonna find out where that seven hundred thousand dollars came from, right? And it probably didn't come from a clean place. And that's that's all of them. They all have somebody like that. Uh Shang Tu Shang says, I'm a lady boy, big O we we'll have some fun. Uh, Mike Jamorzik says, uh, "Fair enough, Alex." Then, when does the state have the right to come in and take kids away from unfit parents? That's 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 why we have to have abortions, bro. We have the wrong people having kids, you know. And here's here's more. Okay, all these conservative idiots, right, that say, "Oh no, you can't have abortions and all that and this and that, or you can't." Okay, morons, are you all adopting these babies? No, they're not. The system is loaded with kids that need to get adopted. Every day on the news, we we hear about kids that are going through hell because of their parents. Okay? Because they have parents like Antonio Brown. You know what I mean? Like the wrong people are having kids. So if those wrong people can have have an opportunity of getting out before – the mess really happens, then yes, let them get an abortion and move on. We have enough terrible parents. We have enough kids in this world that have no love, no family structure, no mother, no father, terrible upbringing. They're stuck in systems and and, and, and all these uh, all these places where they're popping from one home to another. You know what I mean? We have way too many kids out there that don't have a home. All we're doing is creating more of that, okay? You got to give women the right to control their bodies. This is crazy. For me, anybody that wants to think that, I'm you're already out of my voting. You want to control a woman's body? I'm done with you, bro. This is 2023, my man. This is in 1923. Sorry. Arab women are taking their veils out. The world ain't getting conservative. It's getting more progressive, and it's definitely getting, you know, more liberal. Right? You got Chinese people that are actually protesting, which that gets you killed there. Russians protesting, which gets you killed. Okay? People are tired of all of this kind of stuff. So, Hey, listen, the Republicans will figure it out eventually. I mean, some of them are already figuring it out that, that Trump's a loser. And they're finally, you know, getting off that Trump bandwagon, but not all of them. You still have that disease, unfortunately. And you have the racist. The racists are never going to leave Trump. That That's their home. So they've got a home there. You know what I mean? So, you know, you can't do anything about that. He's got that group. But they're not big enough to vote him in. So that's a good thing. It's uh, it's tough, man. Um, Zelensky as president, at least World War Three would be guaranteed. What what war did he start, LoFi? I'm not exactly sure. Did he start a war? It's kind of a stupid ass statement on your part, LoFi. Where did he start a war? What I've seen is a, a is a man. Okay, not a coward, a man that stood there for his country, did not leave, had an opportunity to leave, and he said, "No, I'm staying right here. I'm fighting." Uh, he Show me a hell of a lot more character than what I've seen from my last couple of presidents. So I, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. Did he start a war? Why would that be the case? You know, uh, Alex says, uh, I'm setting up residency in Argentina. I can live with the disability I get. Nice. Okay. We are broken subsidizing everything and we can't even pay interest. Where does that road lead? Well, that's, uh, you got the same people that voting you in and, and tearing up that, uh, everybody that you vote in tears up your, your deficit. doesn't matter who you vote in. They all tear up the deficit, and they all do it worse than the other, okay? Obama was worse than George Bush Jr., okay? Then Trump was worse than Obama, okay? And now this guy will be worse than Trump, and whoever gets in next, whatever Republican or Democrat gets in next, will be worse than Biden, or if Biden comes back, he'll be worse than he was the first go-around because that's all they do doesn't matter what side they come from that's the that's the beautiful part doesn't matter the only guy that was able to balance it believe it or not our best president is Bill Clinton by miles but morally he was as corrupt as they get and you can't have a freaking predator in the you know as a president. But that was the best guy diplomatically, balancing the budget, all of that shit. He was way better than everybody else. Way better. Really smart dude. But damn it, bro. You had to be a scumbag, too? We we can't get anybody in there in, in the White House that's actually, like, really good at everything. You know, Obama was a really nice guy. I like Obama personally. He sucked as a president. You know what I mean? As people don't follow politics. They just, oh, I like Obama. Well, yeah, he was likable. He's a decent human being. But his politics and, and his budget and all that shit and the deficit went through the roof, bro. It's disgusting. We don't We don't vote anybody in that's really good. None. They all screw it up one way or another. It's amazing. Yeah, Clinton, no, Clinton was the only one. Clinton EJ, Clinton was, Clinton is our best president in my lifetime. The most complete president to do his job. He was a scumbag. Forget about the the human being. It's even a a loose term to use him and call him a human being. But the job as president, he smokes everybody. Everybody. It's not even close. But again, you can't keep a predator in office. <laughs> you know, it's terrible. Uh, Chris Doherty says, "Does anybody in uh, does anybody draft that the Dolphins can actually possibly get look like a locked? What is anyone in the draft that the Dolphins can actually possibly get look like a? Yeah, yeah. You want me to go out on a on a limb?" Get me Tucker Craft in the second round out of North Dakota State. Yes. Get me that dude, and we're good. We got ourselves our two-way tight end. How do you like them apples? All right? Give me Darnell Washington, which I don't think he'll last to 51, but give him to me, and I think we're good. I like him a lot. I'll, I'll go out on a limb. Yeah. Those are two right there, if you want. Okay. Edward Thurston, Trump's base gonna get a lot bigger in 2020. Bro, Edward, I know you're locked in. Bro, he lost by three million to Hillary. He lost to Hillary. And he lost by seven to Biden. And in the midterms, he had seven losers and they all lost. What are you talking about? Edward. Bro, do you live in South Florida? Please. Thursday, I'm at Hialeah Park. And Friday, I'm at where Bring all the money you want. Let's bet anything you want that Trump has no shot at winning. Please, bro, please. I love stupid people. I love taking money from stupid people. Please come to the Canesware. Okay? Please, bro, come to Canesware on Friday. Please bring money because I love hearing that because the guy lost to Hillary, then lost by more than double that to a terrible Biden. And then his politics and he's about to be indicted. He tries to put in his seven dummies in the house to help him and his seven dummies got shut down. You don't follow politics at all, Edward. Seriously, you don't. Nobody went to CPAC. Place was empty. He can't hold big rallies anymore. He can't afford the big rallies anymore. You don't follow politics, Edward. Okay? I love you. I know you send in a lot of super chats, and I appreciate it, and we have fun with Edward Thurston Howell, but please, bro, don't talk about shit you don't know at all. You have no idea what's going on. Seriously, unless you're a lost Trumpy, if you're that, then then I laugh at you because I laugh at all Trumpies because they live in this blind ass world. And, you know, they're the minorities and they don't know that they're the minorities because they're loud, obnoxious and stupid. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but if you want, please bring the money, bro. Please bring the money on Thursday to highly apart, please bring the money on Friday to Keynes. I would love to take your money. Please, please bring it. I want to get to one full Bitcoin. Your money will help, okay? And Edward, no less than $500, at least on this bet. At least, make it worth my wild, okay? At least $500 that Trump has no shot. No less than that. If you can't, then you're a minor leaguer. Don't come. But if you can bring the money, bring it, bro. Please bring the money. I love this, bro. I love some of you out there that really are absolutely lost and you know nothing about what's going on. Edward is the reason corporations raise prices, price uh, uh prices because he believes the president dictates product pricing. Uh yes, Ed, the president is going to dictate all prices to OPEC, Exxon, Dutch, Shell, and and Gaspron. What 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 happened? Where what is somebody say something? Trump, uh, let's see. People tired of gas oh yeah, it has nothing to do with that stuff. That's that's silliness, Edwards. Uh, I didn't even get to that second part because just when you said the Trump base is going to get bigger, I laughed at your ass already. Like that's the stupidest shit in the world. You're clearly not following anything. You're clearly not following it. (laughs) Oh man. That is awesome. Awesome stuff. That's fantastic. I, I love it when people, you can tell they really don't follow what's going on and know what's going on. Networks are dropping his ass. They don't want anything to do with him. Amazing. Uh, by the way, Welton Realm. if you are looking for a law office, folks, in South Florida, uh, and also in the Keys, because they have an office in the Keys, 954 966 Forty-six, forty-six. Personal injury. Did you get into a car accident, slip and fall, something happened? Do not deal with any insurance company. You first call Welton Rayom, They will call the insurance company. They will handle everything for you. And remember, when these insurance companies already know you're being you're being represented, it catches their attention. And then when they find out about Welton Rayom, then they're going to get a little nervous because the the reputation is big time. They've been at this for over two decades. They've been bringing insurance companies to their knees. I told you about this before, they had a couple months back where they they brought in a case, they had like 180 something uh, people part of that case. They took care of 180 something clients that were going after a big company. And Progressive was mistreating us when we had some idiot kids go through the wall of our house, and Welton Realm freaking crushed Progressive. I witnessed it. I saw it firsthand. Okay? So bankruptcy, homeowner property damage, condo damage, criminal defense, business owner claims, commercial litigation, call Welton Realm 954-966-4646, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach. Man, you're probably in Martin County. You can still call them. You can do it all by phone pretty much. Maybe you might have to travel down to pick up a check. And ah, what the hell? A little drive to Hollywood to pick up a check. There's nothing wrong with that. And we've got offices also in Monroe County. So for our friends in the Keys, you have some kind of water damage, storm damage, wind damage, something like that. I'm telling you, Welton Realm, 954-966-4646. Call them and tell them that Big O sent you. Uh, I bet Trump won't even win his primary. Well, the Green Lion I I'm not gonna go there, okay? I'm not gonna go there because that entire side is polluted with that guy. And there's and if they put a big field and they have a lot of people, then Trump easily wins. if if they all step aside and realize, that we've gotta put the best candidate forward for the Republican party to go up against Trump, whether they think it's DeSantis or not, they're gonna need one person to go up against them, then maybe you can win it that way. But the problem is the Republicans are idiots and they're gonna have eight, nine, 10, 12 of them, and that's gonna spread the vote, so Trump will have more of the majority out of them. So it is still possible he can win the Republican nomination. Okay. now, if he's indicted and all that stuff and maybe, you know, who knows, but it's still possible that he can win the nominee. What I think he he has no he can run against a turd for the well, basically, Biden is a turd. But let's say a turd without legs that fall, just a turd. And Trump's going to lose. Trump's going to lose to everybody that he runs. Okay, Republicans, the moderate ones will all vote for the Nobody wants with with, you know, with common sense, nobody wants the MAGA crap anymore. Nobody wants the hateful stuff, the dividing shit. Some of the Republicans are waking up from that already. Finally, they're realizing that they've lost a portion of the country, and that's why they're not winning. And that's why they're losing seats. And that's why they lost the biggest seat in the in, in the in the country. You know what I mean? So they're some of them are getting smart and they're realizing that Trump is not the way that I, I credit those Republicans. God bless them, bro. Eventually you'll flush this MAGA shit out. You got to flush the Matt Gates, You got to flush the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greens. the Trump's of the you got to get that crap. The, the, Santos. I mean, the Republican Party and, and, and McCarthy hangs on to that guy just because he needs the vote. But eventually, they're going to kick him out now. And you know what the Republicans know? A Democrat's going to win that seat now. So they're going to lose another seat in the House. And and they're realizing, not the stupid ones like McCarthy and Johnson and all that, but the other ones are realizing that we're losing America if we keep going down this path. Because the country's not going conservative. The world is not going conservative. So you better be a little bit more to the middle, okay? And if you're not, you're gonna lose people and you're losing all the young people. None of the young people are conservatives unless they grew up in the Bible belt under, you know, really strict parents. And, you know, those are few and far between. Those are the minorities. But most kids, they're not gonna want any part of this, man. They're not gonna want, they're not gonna wanna see you. I've told you this before the millennials and the generation z's are more accepting of each other than we ever were ever so you think they're going to tolerate you hating on the black community you hating on the lgbtq community all that kind you controlling their bodies and all that kind of stuff are you kidding me you can't make these young people go to work two days in a row okay, you can't make young people work two days in a row. That's the part that they're not getting. now some of the Republicans are finally getting it. you know you you can hang on to the it's like baseball you want to hang on to your fan base that's dying That's fantastic but you better do something about finding the young fan base and they're not doing it. Well, guess what the Republicans need to do the same thing. They need to straighten their shit out so they can go back and win over the moderate people and the young people in this country. And then when they do that, they got a shot at taking down the Democrats. But I am I am happy for the Republicans that some of them are figuring out that they've got to move out of this MAGA garbage. Those are the facts, man. People don't want to live with it, whatever you want to, you know, but that's and maybe that'll give us a chance for one of these sides to come up with a good, good, nobody has a good candidate, bro. Nobody. Bum-ass Biden, we got to run with his ass again for four years. Democrats have nobody else and the Republicans have nobody, bro. It's a field of nobodies. It's really amazing. Um, let's see. I still don't know what policy Trump made that was bad for us helped, uh, my father when VA, when he got a veterans choice of doctors help VAs. Um, oh, you mean, you mean, oh, you mean the guy that calls, um, the guy that calls, um, um, prisoners of wars, losers, that guy, Trump, that guy, Lofi. The guy that didn't want uh, injured uh, army or soldiers in a, in a parade because it shows a sign of weakness. You you mean the guy that uh, that trashed the uh, the Arizona war hero, and you know was making fun of him. You you mean that guy? You mean the guy that the the guy that 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 um, that admires how Hitler's generals loved him yet they were part of the ones that killed him? You mean that guy. The guy that's not very smart, that really doesn't know much about history and the guy that you mean you mean Lofi, the guy that wanted to put uh disinfectant in your in your veins to kill covid? Are you, you, you talking about that guy? The guy that started a, an insurrection and doesn't care about cops and Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, of course. Yeah, Lofi. Where to go? Yeah, he really cares. Que classic mierda. Yeah. Wow. Some of you are really, really dense. Lofi, you know, you're you're really good on crypto. You might want to stay away from politics. You really don't know how to read the, the orangutan man. You know? Like, that's some embarrassing shit you just pulled out. Seriously. Like, don't don't talk anymore about this. Like, seriously. Like, really. Some of you out there, wow. Holy shit. Wow. Holy crap. Oh my God. Man. Holy moly. Yeah, Lysol in your body. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that was on CNN. No, it wasn't from his mouth. No, it was on CNN. I don't watch CNN or Fox, Lofi. So I'm I'm sorry that your butt hurt on Fox there, Lofi. Now I know where you're coming from. I always can tell the people where they're coming from and when they're butt hurt. You know what I mean? I never mentioned anything about CNN. You know what I mean? But of course, your butt hurt self, of course, you know. Hardcore can't be objective. That's all right. It's all right. It's all right, Lofi. Yeah. So that's all right, Lofi. Don't worry about it. It's all right. Remember, VAs are, those are, they're an embarrassment, Lofi. Okay. They're an embarrassment. And everybody helps VAs, by the way. All presidents pretty much help VAs. I've never seen presidents that don't help VAs. They pretty much do. Okay. But that's all right. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> oh that's uh, thanks, Lofi, for the entertainment. The the first class stupidity on your part is at least is uh, is entertaining. Damn, that's some dense ass shit, Lofi. Holy crap. Stay stick to crypto. Stick to crypto. Stop embarrassing yourself with the orangutan man. All right, let's uh wrap it up here. We thank Manny Navarro, we thank Alex Winley, and we thank a couple of you down there down the stretch with some entertaining, stupid ass shit. We appreciate that immensely. It's always good to slam it. So, you know, uh, you know, we're 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 not gonna tolerate it. We'll we'll cut it off at the pass and 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 crush it with facts. You know what I mean? Unlike some of you out there that have zero facts. Just accusations and empty accusations as it is. Typical of the people you follow. We will see you tomorrow at 845. Getting ready for a little uh, Inside the Paint with Ira Winderman and, of course, Kurt Helan, our Red Recover Inside the Paint show. Remember, 30% off the Red Light Wraps. All right, So if you're dealing with some knee or shoulder or back or any kind of pain or discomfort, or you want to optimize your workouts, redrecover.com get 30% off. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 845. You all be good out there.